I did say clist instead of click, though. Clist sounds really uncomfortable. I don't don't know. Clist. (laughs) No. Nobody likes the word clist. Well, it's a new word. And it's it's like, it, it means clicking. But a little bit different. Lustfully clicking. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it's like a thirsty click. The clist. Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I am joined by Wib, who is in the same room, Clink. Hello. And I'm also joined by Drummat, who is in the same room, Clink. Yeah. Hello. How are you guys? <laughs> I mean, alright, I guess. Uh, after, after that intro, I feel that wherever we go now is an improvement, was, so I'm, I'm, oh, wow. I'm okay. No, no, I was bigging everyone up. I was... I was I was doing the good thing of like yeah hi welcome to the Santhropod. It's not quite episode sixty nine, but we're gonna get there and it's gonna be nice. So I'm, I'm I'm amping it up and then you immediately hit me with a flap. That's sort of my job is to be slightly <laughs> dour. Slightly. <laughs> Fuck all you. <laughs> you can't even be angry in like an animated fashion. Fuck all of you. <laughs> dot end program. <laughs> Disappointment.exe has booted. <laughs> 20 odd years ago. <laughs> that's, that's literally, that's on the boot like order. That, you can't like not have that. That is constantly running. Anyway, apart from that, how are you gentlemen today? Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, you yeah, had a nice Christmas. Had a nice Christmas. I had, I had a very lovely Christmas. How about you, Snipe? I had a Christmas. It was very good. You had a Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I think a good few people did. So I'm not alone there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Drank a lot. Ate more. Got some. Got some presents from that weird, uh, that socialist that climbs down your chimney <laughs> and redistributes the wealth. That's why he dresses in red. Yes. yes. Yep. He's a comrade. <laughs> comrade claws. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're only like three minutes in and I've already brought up socialism. <laughs> I'm so really, really sorry. It's Christmas. It's fine. Goodwill to all men and all that. <laughs> anyway. You should probably start off with a little little bit of a note, uh, because if people haven't seen it, and if, if you haven't, uh, please do. Uh, we just put out a new Codex compliant episode on the second edition of Codex Space Wolves. It's really good. It's technically a Christmas <laughs> episode. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that there is nothing to do with Christmas in it. Snow on Fenris. I wear a hat. He wears a hat. And that... there's a Christmas tree in it. So that means it's a Christmas episode. It's our episode. Christmas yeah. tree. It's not the Christmas tree, spoilers, isn't in the Codex. It's in our house that we live in. Why are you telling them that? That is a spoiler. Oh, I was, no I was, one's going to watch it now. I was reeling them in. I mean, it's not like this is going to go live on, like, the last the day on New Year's of, Eve of 2018, so it's kind of a bit detached from yeah. Christmas. But yeah, still yeah. more like seven more days of Christmas after that, right? Oh yeah, I guess. I well, guess. After the 31st of December. Yeah, it goes until the 6th. Why? 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. There's a song about it. I thought that started on the first day. Wait, no. Right. No, because then... It must have started on like the 11th day. No, wait, the 13th day. 
I just thought it was some arbitrary nonsense. I didn't know. Well, I mean, it was yes, Christmas. it's arbitrary nonsense. But... Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, excessively arbitrary nonsense. <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, just start the twelfth day of Christmas on the fifth. That's dumb. That's like October. It's like you can't do everything on the first fucking day. That's dumb. That's just literally there so that people don't have to take down their Christmas trees. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. That, that's that's how, that's how you know when you're supposed to take them down. It's because of the twelve days of Christmas. Really? Yeah. That, that, that's you why you guys are making this up. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Admittedly, we've not really ever put up a Christmas tree. Well, like, we have one, and when we're done with it, we'll put it back under the bed. And fine. you can see it if you watch the video to yeah, bring things back. See, that that wasn't a tangent. No, it was. Per- <laughs> Thanks, drummer Matt, for d- giving that line so naturally that I gave you. Very good. It's so organic. <laughs> not like the Christmas tree. Spoiler alert! Damn, no one's going to watch it now. <laughs> it's not an organic tree, I'm afraid. Anyway, <laughs> the video is out. Cheer. The video is out. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, go watch it. If you'd like to see outtakes from it, we uploaded a video of outtakes, but you have to be a patron of ours to see that. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. We're um, you get the link through uh, patreon.com slash Um But yeah, so that went up, and that's done quite well. Yeah, that was a lot of fun making and recording, and, well, the whole thing was pretty fun, actually. <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's been a little while since we last did a podcast because we, due to illness, had to miss one. Yeah, we and couldn't so... talk properly, so like it wouldn't have been very nice. It would have sounded like someone punching a big old box of kitty litter. Pardon me. Yeah, you know people want that. <laughs> okay, but like it would have been the <laughs> bad anyway, type do- of kitty litter. Kitty that's litter. not the point to dwell on because okay. we talked about it last time. Okay. The point to dwell is that, yeah, so we, we, we missed another three weeks so that we would be able to have Matt here in person. Hi. Yes. <laughs> so he could physically be here in the room. It probably won't sound any different, but it will sound different because there's Drummer Matt in the room with us. So. And you'll know that when, when I touch him, if you can hear that, you no, can... No, you got to go like... Yeah. Yeah. you got to strike him so he can feel it. We're actually... Yeah. <laughs> Like if, if the skin is reddening, like that sounds really. You know, what, <laughs> you know what? Shall we move on to the part of the the, the podcast where? Wait, we talk... what have you been up to? Thank God, yes. <laughs> uh, what have I been up to? Uh, well, I have been playing a video game. Uh, okay, we don't really like talk about video games on this podcast. Maybe you want to reel that shit in. Okay, I'll talk about something else. No, I, I have been playing uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand Mechanicus. Oh, uh, the new kind of turn-based strategy game. Uh, that is by some people that I've forgotten the name of, but it's quite good. <laughs> oh, uh, it's very, it's very much uh, in the sort of XCOM vein of combat. So you know, turn-based grid movement. You have a small group of people. You gradually give them better and better equipment, uh, level them up, give them more abilities and stuff. And you know what? I yeah, I have really enjoyed it. I've just beat the final boss of it. There's more to do, um, but I beat I beat the final boss and. Whilst I agree with with many of the reviews that have said it's a bit on the easy side because, yeah, you can break it pretty easily. <laughs> I've got a five-man cohort at this point and I have, throughout the entire game, I have only had two people die on me. And since it doesn't do the XCOM thing of having them be permanently dead, they're just dead for the rest of that mission. It's like, whatever. I, I beat the thing after that. So I've got them back it, just men. I think I think you have like a penalty to how much resources you gain. But yeah, um, really, really liked it. I mentioned it. Um, last, I think we mentioned it last podcast, maybe. 
because um, we we just <laughs> we just played it then. But having played a lot more of it, like, I'm really really enjoying its its like th- theming and stuff because it doesn't feel as generic as all the other 40k stuff. Like it has its own its own music and aesthetic ideas that feel they don't feel like they're just out of the big box of 40k cliches. And yeah, like there are there, like I say, there's criticisms about it being too easy. Which yeah, I've I've gone through the game with very little issue. Um, that's okay for me because I'm not very good at those games, <laughs> and I find the XCOM style of everyone dies and they ha- and they die permanently to be unnecessarily stressful to me. <laughs> Um, I remember you were talking about basically comparing that mechanic to Darkest Dungeon. Oh yeah, Darkest how, Dungeon's bad for that. I mean, like, I loved Darkest Dungeon. I thought it was amazing. But there is a point where you get to where you just get raids. You get raided. And I lost like an entire party and I just literally haven't played it since because I was like, this is the most painfully unfun bullshit. Yeah, I did not I mean, like some that people part. might really like that, and obviously some people do, but I just think that's like, I've put like 20 hours into these characters. All the, I've put lots of time and energy and like and love into these characters, and I get that it's supposed to be a hard game, but this is just so unfun. Honestly, I, I did that with the first, I still haven't played the second XCOM, but with the first one, I just, it was, the difficulty level was nice and I was enjoying it. It was challenging, but doable. I and mean, I just hit one mission, which was just, I just found completely impossible. And then it just put me off playing the whole thing. So I, had, I don't think I've really played it since. Yeah, yeah I think that's... So I'd, I'd rather it was too too easy than suddenly hit yeah. a wall hard. I yeah. think it depends on like what you're, what you're after uh, yeah. from those games. Like for me, I was playing this a lot. It was, it was, I think we've mentioned it before, the concept of the podcast game that you play while you're listening to podcasts yeah. or... Doing things in the background, but yet you just want to play a game whilst you're doing it. Um, and that's what I've been playing this. I've been playing this whilst catching up on podcasts or, or videos and things that I don't need to look at all the time. And yeah, I've been really enjoying it on that on that kind of basis. And I mean, it is a little limited because it's only Necrons as enemies and there's only so many of them. So there's a fairly limited okay. thing. And the levels that you play in, there's only so much that they can do different because it's all the same kind of tile set. But as the first outing for like a new attempt at trying to do one of these style games, I mean, there was Death Watch before, which was a similar type of thing, but vastly worse. <laughs> um, so to see this, it's just been it's been good. It's good, and I I have I have enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I can definitely recommend it. It's taken me about twenty hours to okay. get to to beat the final boss, so it's not like it's super short. Because lots of people were saying that it costs too much. Because I think it's like thirty-five pounds. I can't remember. Okay. Offhand, because we bought it on launch and then couldn't do anything with it for a little while because we were too ill. Oh. Um, but, but I per- I've personally got my money's worth out of it, and that's not counting the fact we made a video on it. And so ad revenue makes that that whole concept a little bit more nebulous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but you know I I've got my money's worth out of it. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, just go into it knowing that you're not going to get like an XCOM style challenge and there is a lot more, it's a bit more dialogue heavy because there's a whole choose your own adventure style thing in it, which is kind of interesting when you go through each area you have to like pick a a way to go, uh, well uh, uh, things to do in each area and you, you go around this huge maze like thing and in each room there'll be something for you to do where it's like oh, you found corpse, the corpses of some of your allies do you Give the body proper funeral rites, burn it in case it has been. Um, it was a quick way of like disposing of it in, with dignity, or just leave it. And each one has a repercussion, whether it will be 
you've gained initiative or the Necrons are now aware of you or you'll find some items that you can then use. Like, there's always something and it could be good, it could be bad. Oh, that's really cool. I like that. It's it's like, yeah. I think you might quite like it. Um, and yes, being easy, it's quite forgiving as well. Mm. So you can experiment with things and it not completely tank your party. Plus you can save whenever. So even if you do want to make it harder for yourself <laughs> by not using as many people. You can save scum as heck. You can save scum like fuck yeah. Nice. So you could play like an Iron Man mode and just have like one tech priest, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'd do that, but you could do it. Um, so yeah, good. I enjoyed it. Um, other thing to talk about, which is also 40k related, is uh, that since we last recorded, Chapter Approved 2018 has come out. Uh, which is the book they're now seemingly doing annually to update 40k with. Um, This one's main feature is that it's got the beta codex for the Sisters of Battle in. Okay. Uh, Which is interesting. I mean, slightly cheeky when you actually think about it, because it's it's basically asking people to pay to beta test for them, but I digress. Um, I mean, come on, on, Games Workshop. The the, the games industry have been doing this for years. (laughs) Basically slapping their dicks in our faces and then we'd be going, thank you, that was awesome. Here's fucking 70 pounds. It is at least fairly fairly complete in a lot of ways. It does have a load of the lore in it as well. It's not just just the bare bones rules. Um, I haven't haven't been through it like fully because I don't have a sister's army. I've never played them, although hopefully next year that will change. With the new morals. Um, But I've been looking at them, and they look interesting enough. They've got like a new way of doing acts of faith, which is you know, which is cool. But the real reason I wanted it, the real big reason, was that it had rules for looted wagons in again. And people might know this, but I love looted wagons. <laughs> I didn't know the sisters could take looted wagons <laughs> for orcs. God damn it! <laughs> they can take orcs as well. Yes. Oh, yes. No wonder they want sisters people to battle. beta test it. Sisters of, the Sisters of Battle can now take orcs. I mean, in fairness... Sist orcs of battle. In fairness, in fairness, the looted wagons are only to be taken in open play so the sisters could take one. Yeah. Good. Fair. Yeah. Good. So, actually, yeah. So, uh, well, actually... You've been owned by facts and logic. Oh, no. What am I to do? <laughs> anyway. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, so looted wagons... <laughs> Looted wagons come in three varieties. Uh, I can't remember the names offhand, but basically one's like... Looter, tutor, point and shooter. (laughs) Games Workshop, hire me, you fucking cowards. I'm amazing. One of them is... And Saint Celestine. (laughs) She's the fourth looted wagon. (laughs) She's the fourth looted wagon. (laughs) I'm just going to start talking about the real things. Um, I think mine are better, but sure. Uh... One of which is like a transport option, uh, one of which is like a kind of gun wagon, and one's like a kind of super heavy style thing. Okay. And just a big, a big sort of thing. Actually, I can't remember if it's officially super heavy or if it just counts as like a big battle wagon sort of thing, but whatever. It's basically, there's the three flavours of them, and I used to have three of them back in 5th edition when they were just like the one generic template. I had a transport one and two boom wagon ones, and though the boom wagon ones... The thing that they would fit into, I made mine out of land speeders, which were a little small, but people liked them, so I got away mm. with it. Um, whereas they're probably <laughs> a little bit, a little bit smaller again than they probably should, because they've got like fourteen wounds for like a a land speeder, which is probably a bit much. You could fix that uh, very easily. What and just strap a rhino to each of them? No insulation foam. Just paint that. 
Expand. Maybe I could just paint them like several more times, and the paint will just get so thick. Oh yeah, paint them loads more times, and they'll just be like. Really yeah, they'll just get big. bigger and bigger. Yeah. There'll be no loss in detail because I'll be very no, careful. No, that's the thing. If you're careful, it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and the other, the transport one, my transport looted wagon, which admittedly were crap back in fifth. I just made one because it seemed like fun. Uh, which is actually made from a Mark One Rhino. All I have to do to make that work is just strap an extra gun to it, and then it will be like completely fine in the modern rules okay. so I'll be able to have my looted wagons again so I'm very happy hmm. uh, they did also do there's a few other little things that are in there so there's more game types and stuff which is always fun um, the other uh, like one of the other big things is there was like a character creation thing which is to take your like commander characters like your, your captains and lieutenants and stuff and give them traits that you can either randomly roll for okay or just just to make them be more more have them be more characterful. Yeah. Like, so they might be like a veteran who's done a lot of close combat, so they'll be able to re-roll close combat things. Or if they're like night fighting or whatever, they can see in less distance. Th- things like that. Or you know, there's loads of different things like that, which are oh, cool. Interesting. They don't have like proper points, so they are again only for use in open play when you're using the PowerPoint yeah. system, which I guess works out because if. Anything that would be powerful enough to give you one whole PowerPoint more would probably be a little bit over the top. So yeah, yeah it's flavor changes as much as yeah, it's it's a minor little yeah. stat boost okay. here and there. So it could, you know, it's interesting, and um, I'll give them, give them a shot at some point. Um, the only, the other thing I'll mention because obviously there's a shit ton of stuff in the book, but I've not not carefully read through all of it. So you know, putting out a codex compliant around Christmas does not leave you with much time to do things. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is that they've changed um, intercessors, uh, their stat line, just for everyone that uses them. So now their captain, captains, their sergeants can not only take a chain sword, you can now have them with a power sword or a power fist. Which I'm wholly behind because the one problem with Primaris Marines in this context is that they're kind of boring in what they can take. <laughs> Like, well, do you want them to have a bolt rifle, or this kind of bolt rifle, or this kind of bolt rifle? <laughs> oh, and the sergeant can take a chainsaw. Worker. And so every every intercessor squad looks the same, yeah, because of that. Like in terms of loadout, there's really you, you, you have five of them or you have ten of them, and yeah, what do you want to do? Um, so have, having the sergeant having to actually be able to take some of these, you know, more interesting melee weapons does make them a little bit more of a danger in close combat. So it's going to add functionality to them, even if it's only on a small scale. And also, uh, Primaris look quite good with power fists, so that's also <laughs> good. So yeah, I'm I'm happy about that. Um, so yes, good. And hopefully, at some point, we'll get a chance to try out some of the sister stuff. I guess I, I might like sit there and just math hammer it out, and just like, sit <laughs> yeah. there and go, okay, so what would this squad be able to do against this? And it should be interesting anyway. So yeah, um, but that's all I've really done because obviously editing and stuff and Christmas has taken up like most most of my time. Uh, so. Snipe. Hi. What have you been up to over this holiday period? Oh, so much. Oof. So much. So much. You've done so much. Drama, Matt, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've honestly, I've only managed to play a couple of new games. One that I can think of. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll start off with the beginning. Uh, watched an anime called Erased. Uh, I think I spoke about the live action one I was watching of the live action version of a race that I was watching about on the podcast before and I got really fed up with it because it just went a bit shitty (laughs) 
And I was like, uh. And then I didn't realise that was based off an anime. So I went and watched the anime, and it was so much better. Because oh, they nice. changed around a bunch of characters and been like, oh, this person's a murderer instead of this person, who is obviously the murderer. And... Did the anime come first? Or was it like, were they were like, say, both based on a manga and the live action came first for some reason? Or I... I'm pretty sure the way it goes is it's usually manga, anime, live action. Oh yeah, and, and hang on, you're suggesting that the live action version is worse than the anime. I am. This Matt. is quite shocking. I know, I know. Just hold on to your butts, okay? <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution was like the masterpiece of the year. It That's came why out. they called it Evolution. It was the pinnacle of it Evolution. Was, it was the best Dragon Ball Z product that was ever created. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Dragon Ball Z. I forgot myself. Right. I said that. I said that in a Discord, like with a guild I used to be in, and it was just like a moment of silence, and then every person started talking. And I was just sitting there going, "Good." <laughs> it was awesome. But, was, yeah. but the question I was asking was was not like was not just why I got kicked out. Is of this guild. no? Is this the normal order of things? It is. Was this one done in the normal order? I don't know. I okay. would assume it was, but I don't know offhand. But yeah, um, the live-action one has created new kind of plot strings that I honestly don't think the story needed. And like it was like, oh yeah, well, this character who's like this person who helps out, that, that's, that's this guy! And it's like, why though? Also, it had some of the worst fake facial hair I have ever seen. <laughs> Have you ever, oh, it was bad. Have you ever seen... Uh, it literally legend- looked like a strip of, like... You know that fake, like, kids crafting fur you can get? It looked like <laughs> yeah. the guy just glued a strip of that <laughs> to his chin. It was one day, nice. One day I will show you an episode of original series Star Trek. I can't remember what it's called about, called offhand. Uh, but it's like a weird time travel story and there's a guy in it. Who has AstroTurf for a, for a He's beard. got the worst fake facial hairs ever been seen. I think it was because it was actually like made for someone else. Ooh. Another actor was supposed to do it, do the role, and he just didn't show up. Because <laughs> he saw the beard. Yeah, like, <laughs> so like, they had to quickly cast someone else, so I presume it was probably made for someone else. And oh, like they dude. changed it like three times throughout the episode, and it's like three different awful beards. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> but this was made like in 2016, I think, so it has true, no excuse true. from being Star Trek, the original series. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, live action version, not not great. But yeah, the actual, uh, the anime, is, it's it's very good. I watched the whole thing. It has a satisfying ending. It's, uh, to give you a brief rundown, if I haven't already, in a previous podcast. It's about a guy uh, who's like a 29-year-old manga artist who is just working. He's like, he's got no inspiration and he's working as a pizza delivery boy. And he's like driving along in his little, little pizza scooter. Um, he's driving past and it stops and then like time rewinds like 10-15 seconds and he's like okay what's changed and he's like basically he narrates that every now and again in his life he'll be like walking through like or he'll be doing something and then suddenly time will rewind for him and he he will have to look at what's different what's wrong because something bad is really going to happen so like not really massive spoilers but it's, it's like the first like 10 minutes so he looks around and he notices that a truck he passes, the guy's like unconscious at the wheel. And, it, and like, so he goes and he basically steers it out of the way. And like, of, of a little kid. So it's like a little kid would have been basically just murdered horribly by uh, this he guy. Saves them. So he saves them, yeah. And he's got little things like that. And it, he kind of like goes on and 
uh, I, I'm not going to spoil this because it is yeah the, a horrible thing happens and he's like oh shit um, not not spoiling anything something really bad happens so he's like oh shit and he runs off and then his rewind occurs I think that's what they what they call it um, and he is basically an eleven year old kid again and oh. he's like what the fuck but with his like. But with his adult brain, and he's got his memory, and he's like, okay, so I need to figure out what's wrong here. And as he's going in, he remembers that there's two children from his class that were abducted and murdered. And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's probably to do with it. (laughs) Yeah, and there's like, so there's like the loner girl who's actually really sweet, and I like her, and she's, she's, yeah, she doesn't really kind of mix with, with the other kids, and he's like, it's her, I've got to, I've got to save her. So it's basically him having to save this girl from being abducted because her parents are very negligent and abusive. Spoilers, but not really. Uh, and like he remembers when he kind of is teleported back in time that the la- he was the last person to see her alive, and she was just standing in a like in the playground at night. And he was like, and he thought to himself, like, "Oh, I could go say hi, but I won't because you know she." might be awkward and then that was the last anyone saw her alive so he's like no i'm gonna make this right mm. i'm gonna make and it's just kind of going like doing that and like how he gets his friends in on it and stuff like that and just him trying to outthink a child murderer <laughs> and it's it's really good i can recommend it it's pretty dark the themes are dark but it's actually like it's the way especially the way it kind of like goes is like I'm not gonna spoil it, but there is some hope there. And okay. it, it is it's kind of this nice thing of Light like, from Darkness. Light yeah. from Darkness. So it's like, you know, and he's doing these he's doing these really good acts because it's not just like he's he has to save another couple of people as well. And he's just like it's it's like he's trying to figure out who it is and so that, that he can stop them, and it's just it's it's really cool. It's good. The one interesting thing, because I've seen a, a couple of episodes of it whilst you've been watching it, is that the kid, because he's got the he's mind, like a thirty year old man in an eleven year old's body. Yeah, because yeah. he's a thirty year old man in an eleven year old's body. When he speaks, he's he sounds like a child, but then his internal monologue is just a, an adult. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's like, oh god, they're gonna think I'm doing this. Oh fuck, and he's like, oh yeah, no, I'm. I'm I'm doing this today, and he's like, "Good, that should throw them off the scent." <laughs> so it's like, but it is a cool kind of thing of kind of like knowing when, like, he's kind of like because he has trouble obviously readjusting to being because like, he goes yeah. and he's like walking to school, and his friends are like, "Hey, where have you been?" And he's like, "Shit, what's his name?" Oh, I, I haven't seen him in fifteen years. What's that guy's name? Oh no! And then it's like, "Oh yeah, what did you say, Maru?" And he's like, "That's his fucking name." <laughs> and it's just, it's like, yeah, can you imagine just like being teleported oh, back to yeah. like, junior school and just being like who the fuck are these people <laughs> i would ah! i would tell a lot more people to fuck off yeah. well speaking as a problem child who did that it doesn't make your life easy i know i know <laughs> maybe i was teleported back into my 11 year old self who knows maybe you just who don't knows? remember it i don't remember it Ooh, spooky but yeah no that, that was a good anime mm. i can recommend um i saw a horror movie called friend request Ooh, it's spooky. another one of those Facebook was, internet horror movies. Oh, would God. this be a knockoff of Unfriended? I don't know. I think Unfriended is, that what it's called? Unfriended Unfriended? is like is is that about a haunted Facebook profile? Because this certainly fucking is. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell you now. I haven't watched them because they all look terrible. They really do. 
I, I, I find Facebook in and of itself to be enough of a horror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a bit dystopian <laughs> horror, isn't I, it? I do not wish to have any part of Facebook in any media. Yeah. Well, no, it's just basically this... Uh, the casting is interesting, because, like... So she's, like, this saccharine, sweet, fucking, like, rich, like, university student who's got so many friends, and she has a boyfriend who's obviously a 39-year-old man <laughs> pretending to be an 18-year-old medical student. Yep, yep, you know. That's, yeah. that's the American dream, as I understand it. <laughs> what, like, being, like, like dating a 39-year-old man as, like, an 18, 19-year-old university girl? Yes. I, I, well, he's pretending that he's your age? I've only consumed American culture through movies, so that's what it's led, to, led me to believe. What well, I mean, to be fair, that didn't, yeah. Like, or, like <laughs> hi, I'm 16. It's like, you literally had your 60th birthday party last week what are you doing but yeah and there's like there's a weird girl who's a goth because goths are weird and she has alopecia which means she she's evil apparently they make make a big deal out of oh look don't talk to her she's a weirdo and it's like um yeah she she is like very socially awkward but it's not because she's a goth and it's not because she has alopecia it's because it's like they kind of do this thing where she was raised in an orphanage, the Ooh. psycho. Ooh. 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 Da, 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 da. Anyway. But yeah, so she was raised raised in an orphanage, so she's obviously a lunatic. Oh, obviously. Yeah, like, obviously. Someone who, who you know, went to an orphanage and has a medical ailment, they, they might as well They're just... They might as well just start murdering people now, because honestly, that's, that's their future. It's not if, it's when. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, so immediately I was like, okay, not a fan. And like, this uh, this girl, she's like super into the, the main character... And she's like, she she re- sends her a friend request uh, yeah, on on hey. the face. It's like face look or something stupid yeah, okay. because they couldn't get the rights to it. And it's she's like, okay, I'm really nice, so I'm gonna add this girl as a friend because even though she's a weirdo with her black clothes and her, <laughs> her alopecia, I'm gonna do the good thing and pretend to be friends with her. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the main character because she's so two dimensional, supposed yeah. to be the shining white like fucking light in the darkness and it's like and this so they're like looking at a profile and it's like oh yeah she's only got one friend which is main character and they're just looking through like her stuff and she's like a really decent and like the animation the animations that the person they brought in to do it is really good it's like gothic kind of like fire in a mirror kind of like cartoony stuff or like like um clipped photography that's kind of looped with reversing um, it's actually pretty decent so i can't just 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 jumping ahead a little bit here. I, I'm assuming that the goth is the crazed serial killer. Obviously. Well, okay. um, She's a goth, honey. <laughs> and becomes obsessed with yeah. the, the character. Yeah. Um, a character becoming obsessed with another character because they became their only friend on Facebook is literally the plot of a South Park episode. Yeah, that, but with alopecia and orphanage. Okay. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> And like, yeah, you know, she's looking through it with her friends in the, like, all her friends are like, oh my god, she's so weird. She like, does art and has alopecia. Who the fuck does art? <laughs> what kind of fucking asshole? Yeah, your accent is just drifting somewhere. Because <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> well, honestly, like, these women, they, they don't have an accent. It just keeps drifting everywhere because they think anyone who tries anything is lame. They all went to the Willem Dafoe uh, school of accents. <laughs> <laughs> Everything starts becoming more. Ah! An orphanage! 
You gotta unfriend her. It's like, but she sent me a friend request. Okay. <laughs> that would have made this movie so much better if Willem Dafoe was the main character. Oh come on! If you just in a wig, in a wig, he's like, he's like Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, Brittany? <laughs> I, w- I, petitioned... I would pay all my money for that movie. <laughs> I petitioned to have all movies remade, but just consisting of Willem Dafoe was the only cast member. Yeah, he just has different wigs. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Like, he's wearing the same good wigs. He's wearing the same clothes, yeah, but wearing, he just takes like, off wigs. He's wearing like yeah. a nice tweed jacket yeah. and like, like a, sh- a nice shirt underneath and like like white slacks with a, with a belt and the nice fancy shoes. And he's just like, then he'll turn around and he's got a share wig on. And we're like, honey, is your father home? And it's like, He's just like a little girl with like little pigtails. Yeah, and the like... camera doesn't cut away. <laughs> like you see him take the wig off and put the different and wig on and, and walk away. into the other side. And sits down and picks up Barbie and goes, No, ma! <laughs> if, if like six years of YouTube channel haven't been proof enough, <laughs> this is why we should never be given money or... Or, a, or any kind a, of budget, any, any power to make a movie. Because I should just not be allowed. Just spend all that money on convincing Willem Dafoe <laughs> of my amazing friend request remake with just him. <laughs> Where the fuck was I? Friend um, request is a bad movie. Yeah. So um, it gets it, well, it gets dark because this this the main character girl who's not Willem Dafoe. I'm sorry. Will be one day. Go find me link in the description. Um... <laughs> So they start they have a fight in the cafeteria where Goth is like, "Oh God, like you lied to me. You're just like all the lying liars who lie all the time. How dare you? I made you a birthday present. It took me two whole weeks." And she's all like, "We haven't really known each other two weeks." And she's like, "Ah, I don't care." <laughs> and then her hood falls down, and everyone's like, oh, "Never seen a woman with that with with a bald patch before." Ah, and then oh, she no. just leaves. And then she sends her a video of her hanging herself because that's. Yeah, because, oh my god, she doesn't seriously need some healthcare there. It's just, oh, let's make her the bad guy. And then she's like, oh no, this girl hung herself. Oh well, that's regrettable. I feel bad about it, though, because I've been written that way. And then like, <laughs> I feel she's... bad about it because of the script. <laughs> <laughs> I, so you have seen it. <laughs> but yeah, and then, like, she's in class and people keep testing you, going, oh my god, I'm going to defriend you, oh my god. Because the, the Facebook profile, her Facebook profile has uploaded the murder, the suicide video, and everyone's like sharing it and going, "Ew, I'm sharing this," so everyone should stop looking at it and just being Facebookians, I guess. Mm. And then like a bunch of her friends start dying, and every time one of them does, there's like a video that's uploaded to her Facebook profile, and she can't delete a Facebook profile because it's like, oh, an unknown error has occurred. To be fair, that does sound like Facebook. So then she phones up <laughs> Facebook and is like, hey, Facebook, can you delete my account? And they're like, no, we don't know why we can't. Oh, well. <laughs> we, don't, we, we can't. We're too busy undermining democracy to deal with your problems. <laughs> yeah, really. That's literally what they say. But yeah, like, it goes on and then like it's, it's like, oh, yeah, it turns out she was a witch and she like she cursed her fucking Facebook profile so she could haunt you. I can't wait. I can't wait until someone legitimately tries to make a movie based on something like the haunted Halo server. (laughs) I want the haunted YouTube video that is like, oh yeah, but I subbed to this channel that was doing Minecraft videos 
But then, yeah, then I started doing Fortnite videos and I tried to unsubscribe. But then when I did, someone killed me. And now I'm stuck in the Fortnite server. See, I'm, I'm merging all of them. See? Facebook, video, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortnite. Yeah. And it's like, can you imagine just someone sitting there at a computer with the classic, like, three-quarter shot where there's, like, there's the person's eye staring at the computer, illuminated by the screen. And in the doorway, in their blackened room, the light from the hallway shows a figure standing in the doorframe that the viewer that the viewer can see, but the person who's looking at the screen can't. And it's just flossing like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I knew, I knew that was where you were going, but I, I wanted to let you get there on your own. It's Willem Dafoe. <laughs> And he stands up, moves to the doorway, <laughs> puts on a wig and starts flossing. I'm just going to say, I think the description of this movie <laughs> takes you to some weird places. So let's... I had to create my own entertainment because it was so terrible. True. Okay. Um, what so, else? So would you recommend it? No. Okay. okay. I'd recommend any movie with Willem Dafoe in it. Well, most of them. Okay, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you having trouble remembering another movie with Will on the phone? Yeah. Well, he's in like that other one where he gets his wee wee nailed to a plank. Of wood. Antichrist. Where well, he yeah. gets his dick smashed. Yeah. He, gets, he, gets, he gets his wee wee miseried. Yeah, that's that's a Lars von Trier one, so that's yeah. not a good time. No, I wouldn't okay. recommend that one just on that that alone. But yeah, on to better things. Uh, I've been reading a manga called Promised Neverland. Yes. Yeah, that's actually really good. Um, I saw an artist I follow posted a screen cap of it and was like, this this, oh, this, this part gave me chills. And I was like, ooh, I want chills. So it's kind of like a... It's not Are really... they multiplying? I was going to ask that. I was like, no, that's too shit. <laughs> wow. I just accepted it, you know? Like... <laughs> Sorry. So were you going to say that? Yeah, but then I realised I look like a fucking moron. Okay, right, fine. Dignity is for people who don't have YouTube channels. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll wait until that fucking thing. Sorry. That's okay, that was awesome. <laughs> Doing a bit, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so I was like, I went and I had a read of it, and it's about, I don't really want to spoil kind of too much about it, because that's that's the thing. So it's like it's about a bunch of kids uh, in like a like an orphanage uh, who's kind of being handled by one lady called Mummy, Mama, and she's like it's this really lovely environment. Like, oh, like, they all murderers? No, because it's an orphanage. That's oh, like, oh shit, that's, you're right. They're well, probably all murderers. Well, okay, yeah. Are you suggesting that Promise Neverland is part of the Friend Request cinematic <laughs> universe? It's the manga verse. <laughs> God damn, that's the no. Friend Request is a live action version of Promise Neverland, mm. which is why it's got so much fucking uh. wrong. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so there's like the main character is uh, Emma, and she has like two close friends, and they're like the top percentile for their studies because they all they wake up, they help Mama set the table because they're the oldest. They're like uh, like eleven, so they help out with the little kids as well, and it's all this. It's just really loving family, and. You know, like the kids are really nice to like they're all like have fun. They get fed really nice food. Mama's really nice to them, and like you know, they they have their their meal. They wash up, and then they go and they do they do their tests, which is literally just like this weird kind of multiple choice thing, or like where they they get tested every day, and then like the, like her like her and her two mates are always in the top three. They're like the brightest stars, and like 
They're, like all the other kids are like super proud, they're like yeah, yeah. What were you looking? Well, something's going to go horribly wrong. I'm just trying to work out yeah. what it is. Yeah, something goes horrifyingly wrong. So, is, like, is it something you want to give away? I don't want to give it away. Okay, because that, like, oof. I think okay. this might be one where the best thing to do is to just give the recommendation and yeah, then move yeah. on. But yeah, no, so I won't say much more about it, but I will say, like, it is very good. It has some incredibly tense moments. Um, I, I've only read, like, the first three or four chapters, which it doesn't sound like much, but it's... it's There's a good few chapters there. Mm. So, yeah, um... Can recommend if you want, like, maybe a tense, kind of scary, more psychological kind of manga to read. Because, uh, yeah, something, spoiler alert, something does go pretty fucking horribly wrong. <laughs> and it kind of flips everything around, and you're like, oh, fuck. And then you kind of look back and go, oh, okay, this, there were, there were, there were elements. Recontextualize earlier scenes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no, definitely can recommend that. Uh, I have been playing, uh, also... Immortal Redneck. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, which is a an FPS roguelike, where you're a redneck mummy, powering through like pyramids. Pyramids. What? It's. I don't get it either. It why should have you... just been called Bubba Hotep. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. are you a redneck? I don't you, know. You're just like a mummy, and you've got like a plaid shirt, overalls, and a, <laughs> like a trucker cap. Okay. And also, like, oh, I like. I will say one thing that really bugs me is like the quips. <laughs> oh they're bad <laughs> they are so unfunny like there's a power up you can get which will occasionally turn an enemy into a chicken which I like very much because chickens are very good and every like like not every time but almost every time you do that he goes oh what's wrong McFly you chicken it's like oh <sighs> kill me and I personally I don't think the quips are funny yeah, so I'd I like just to... turn off the voice volume. I'd, I'd like okay. to offer a little clarification, because I remember someone in the comments, I think they thought that when we turned the voices off, that was because we find this, the, like, American Southern accent to oh, be annoying. God, no, no, it's just, it was, they're, they're really not funny, and yeah. they literally have one voice line for, like, so like, that's the only chicken voice line. And it's like, oh, I'm so sick of fucking hearing it, and it's yeah, just it's... so over the top and unfunny. <laughs> they just, yeah, that's the thing. It's not, it's not about the voice per se. It's that what he says isn't funny because yeah. humor is subjective. Yes, and it is my subjective opinion that it is objectively terrible. Yes. <laughs> Oof. But the game's good. The game is the game is pretty good. Uh, it has a couple of like uh, really shitty kind of um, like because we we were, we played it. For a video, and we played it on stream, and it is it does have Twitch integration, which okay. I think more games should have because it's fantastic. I would say the Twitch integration is a bit excessive because it's constantly ticking down on what the chat can vote for, and it kind of does flood the chat a little bit, and it also floods you with power ups. Mm. So it's like, um, oh, would you like which one of these three power ups? Vote in the chat, so people will vote, and it'll give you whatever. Um, I got like the first one I got was I got I was powering through a room and everyone voted to restart the level from the beginning again <laughs> so boop there i go back to the start which was fun i mean chat was like pretty nice to me uh, well good. the thing is the very first things they did was they gave you 
like three different speed boosts. Oh, so and I can then, barely control my guy. And he then just skidding around. There's the ice level. Yeah, one. they then gave gave you a thing where it treated you as if you were in an ice level in like fucking then, Super oh, Mario. And then it gave me low gravity. And then the chat gave me low gravity. So I was trying to get up the spiral staircase for like five minutes because I just couldn't <laughs> do it because I was moving so fast and being so slippery. You were sliding and off I, it at all manner of angles. Yeah, it was. It took me like five fucking minutes. Everyone thought it was hilarious, and it kind of was. But I would have preferred it not happen to me personally. I will say, I think the way it does it, and I know other um, roguelike first-person shooters do it this way as well. Um, but I think this is vastly superior to Strafe in the way it strings oh, levels levels together. Because Strafe had this problem where, because it was designed to emulate things like Doom and Quake, it had the same kind of like speed of an old first-person shooter, and it being yeah. about being able to traverse the levels. But because it's made of lots of blocks, because it's obviously, you know... It's randomly generated. Randomly generated. It means that you would have levels that have like a real natural flow to them that leads you the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Because it's assembled like that. And it's because it's all procedurally generated. I don't know if there's a way of... Not that not happening to some degree. Yeah, no, that that really did piss me off. Um, whereas this, because each, each room is a separate thing, and you have to clear it to get into separate rooms, so they can design each level. Right, yeah, so there's actually well, level design going on. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just the way those are connected together. Think, think like you know how the Binding of Isaac's levels are connected together. Yeah. So the overall design of the dungeon doesn't matter. It's just because that's just how it's connected together. It's more about like. If each room is designed well, then it means that the whole thing will feel designed well. Yeah, and it does. Uh, I'd say my biggest problem with it is the jumping, like the platforming, because I I hate it. It's not <laughs> fantastically done. Um, there's like there's like a couple of rooms where you have to jump down and then jump up because you get new ledge grab, and there's like literally a lip on it so that if you're moving, say if you're running, because you can walk and then you can like press run. You won't be able to grab that ledge because you'll keep you'll keep bashing your head against it. So you've got to stop, take a step back, jump just right, and I uh, I okay. fucking hate it. Things that just spoil your flow. Yeah, basically. that's the thing. It's like I like it's it's trying to emulate the old first person shooters, which were just fucking bolting, like tearing ass in one direction, and bullets flying everywhere. And it was great. And then you stick us up. Oh, got to do platforming now. Slow it right the fuck mm. down. <laughs> Not even counting modifiers, like three speed modifiers, an ice modifier, and a fucking anti-gravity <laughs> modifier. <laughs> but it was just like, oh, okay, that really does break flow. Um, you unlock, like, uh, you basically the same roguelike kind of stuff. You unlock stuff. Uh, when you die, you kind of come back with all your money. Okay, yep. And you kind of go into the hub where you can buy upgrades to health or unlock new characters or improve those characters. And, like, all the different characters you can unlock have, like, a different set out, different loadout of weapons, and they have different, like, special ability. Uh, so one of them can, like, heal, one of them can, like, be invincible for a couple of seconds, and one of them can, like, fire an owl arrow, and, like, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. an owl. It's, it's, it's cool. It's weird. It's fine. But, yeah, so... Yeah, that, that's pretty fun. Uh, be aware, it's not, it's not a perfect game, but it is, it is a good bit of fun. It's, hmm. yeah, if you like roguelikes and first-person shooters, you'll like this. I've been meaning yeah. to have a proper shot of it myself because I've only yeah. I've only only given it a cursory glance at this point because mm. um, you've been the one playing it on stream and for the video yeah. and stuff uh, because I do because I've been wanting a good first person shooter roguelike because I enjoy roguelikes but mm. I'd say like the way this yeah. does it it's good I so say there's only like some flaws in the level design mm. but yeah it, no mm. okay 
Yeah, that, that's me done. Uh, Drumblebum, what have you been up to? Um, so I've been in the UK for a little while over Christmas, so I've played basically no video games. That's fair. That's Sorry. I've done, I think I've done okay this year. My start of my year, my objective was to have played a new game to talk about each podcast. And I think most podcasts have had something. I fell off the wagon a bit towards the end when it was just trucking and then Stardew Valley. You fell yeah. off the truck wagon. I fell off the wagon quite dramatically. In fairness, <laughs> in fairness, the reason you fell off the wagon was because you were playing one video game too much, which is certainly better than last year where you just didn't play video games. Yeah, this, this, this is true. So, so I, it's a similar problem. But, but it's... At least, uh, <laughs> at least you won't be in a position where you have to give Universal Paperclips your game of the year. <laughs> oh, that, yes, that is true. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was a bad time. It was, it was the a dark, dark time in your life. <laughs> it was the dark times and we don't talk about it. Um, but I've been playing a few board games and watching some telly. Okay. If you're interested. Yes, of course. Yes. Have I spoke to you about Pandemic Legacy? No, although it does ring no. a bell. So it's Pandemic, the board game. We've um, that. Who, that I think mo- I think most people who know know it's um, diseases and infections. It's a cooperative game. Okay. This, so this is normal pandemic. It's is a, it, is it's it a based, map of the world. Is it based off the old Flash game? It sounds like it might be. I do. Which I think Does is Madagascar called, or which no. other borders? Yeah, where you, yeah, where Madagascar was the one you had to get. If you could yeah. get Madagascar, if you, you started no, there, you were no, safe. no, I don't think that's at all similar. Okay. okay. Um, it's been out around for a while, and a lot of people. If you, it's one of the more common board games, so a lot yeah. of people have it. And basically, there's four diseases, and they start off in various cities around the world, and they slowly spread, and you've got to run around dealing with it, basically. And okay. then you, your characters have various special abilities and okay. things. Yeah. Um, but the version I've got is a legacy game version, and there's quite a few. There's a few of these legacy ones now. I think Pandemic was the first citation needed, <laughs> but basically, it means that every time you play the game. The next time you play it, it's different compared, yeah. depending on what happened in the last game and how well you did. And some things carry over, which means that there's like a whole sheet of stickers that you like, depending on when things happen. You put stickers on the board and stickers on cards yeah. and yeah. things. Also, you if play one ca- game and you go, oh, the hospital's been destroyed. And then the next game, the hospital's been destroyed, so you can't have access. Kind to of, yeah. Okay. It doesn't actually go into that. Example, yeah, it doesn't yeah. go into that sort of level of yeah. depth because it's... It's the mm. whole world, so you don't go into yeah, but yeah. But yeah, that sort of thing. Mm. And like, characters can eventually die. And if they die, you have to like rip up their like thing and you can't oh, play no. with them again. Oh. And things like this. We haven't dared do any of the... We've got a little envelope just, that just, we have to put the destroyed yeah. cards in just because it feels like I, wrong yeah. to rip them up. Yeah, yeah no, that's horrible. Um, but yeah, it's good. And there's like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of like big cards that like they're like the you know advent calendars, but the ones that don't have chocolate, and the ones that you just peel open a door and they've got like a message or yeah. something. There's a whole bunch of things like that which you can, if a certain thing happens, you have to open door number sixteen or whatever, and then it says, okay, now this is this is now changed. This is a new game rule. Or and there's like we haven't opened any of these yet, but there's eight boxes in the game box. So the actual game that you play only takes up about half the box, and there's a bunch of boxes with like openable lids on and when various things happen which we don't know what they are yet oh, we're going to have to open box this one and I know because you can shake the box like when you move the box around when you have to, you've got all the game pieces you can still hear game pieces mm. so there's like <laughs> okay. we have no idea what's going to happen nice nice but that yeah really it's cool. so cool and it's so edgy because you're like, like I don't mean edgy as in like so you know edgy. yeah I mean edgy as in like you're just on edge the whole time yeah. because it's just like Oh, but if this goes wrong, this person oh might. God. Yeah, honestly, I that um... sounds terrifying. And it, like, also. obviously, things like this has happened in computer games for a while, yeah. where what you do on one run affects yeah. the next one. But 
I think but his legacy like, game in a board game like, is... If, if you say something bad to someone in Mass Effect, it doesn't order you to smash the disc with a <laughs> hammer. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, true. Oh, no, the destroy thing is a like little that. bit... like It's bad enough putting stickers on things. Like, we did it well. We played we, we play the very first time we played it. It does say in the rules. Just have a few... Because you can play it just as the normal Pandemic. Mm. And actually, to be fair, each time you do play it, it is enough of a different game. You can play it with different people. So if you've got mates around or whatever, you mm. could play a game with them and you wouldn't have to like... You can't just, once you started with yeah. a two-player version, yeah. you can't just never play it with anyone else or anything. Although whether I trust anyone else to get involved in it's like, if you guys cock up, that means we're ruined for the next however. But... <laughs> I love how you're like, no, not that game. No, you might last. That one have... isn't for you. But you can just play it normally and just ignore all the stickers and things. So that we did play it first and then and then lost and we're like... So can we just say that that's a plas- uh, like a practice game? So yes. like just care- we had only stuck one sticker once. We're like, yeah. we'll just carefully peel that off. <laughs> that was just it says in the, it says in the rules. It says in the rules um, have a few practice games first just to get into the swing of it. But it says if you haven't played before, and we have played it before, but like years ago. So yeah, we hadn't played it for a year or so, and then we were like, well, we couldn't. We, it, the rules did say have a practice game, so that 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 just counts as our practice game. We can go have back. a bit of a do over. Yeah, exactly. But we haven't done since. And basically, you play it each. You have a January mission, and you play it in January. If you lose, you get one attempt of redoing the mission. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, it's nice that there's at least a bit of a. And that, yeah. There. So, so it does mean that it's a weird one. In that the maximum, if you so if you lose the first lose the first game of the month and then win the replay every month, the maximum time you'll ever, in theory, play the game is twenty four times, and then the game's over. Which is a weird concept for a board game. Yeah, so and it's not. It's you can always play it as if you can just ignore all the stickers and play it as a normal game. So it's really what about not those that cards different. You, you see, I've been looking at the um, Betrayal at House on the Hill Legacy version, uh, okay. which has a different way of going about it because it does the same kind of things where you know the thing changes, you have the stickers, and you change things yep. over. Uh, the way it works is that your um, your characters are supposed to be the descendants of them each time you oh, go around. Cool. So it's like every generation. Okay. Um, and it basically says, so you go through it, there's obviously a load of new haunts that are all, I think all the haunts are new to this one. Okay. Um, and at the end, it says basically once you've done it and you've used all the things you can and it's changed, then at the end, it's just betrayal, but it's your own unique version of betrayal. Mm. Okay. So, oh, that's cool. Everyone's so once you've played it and you've played yeah. the legacy part of it to until you've got to the end, you're still then you're then left with the original game, but just your own version, slightly like different. Tailored to yeah, your own yeah. Which I I think is a really neat idea uh, because I was when I first heard about the concept of legacy games, and the, I think it was because the first thing that was introduced to me was the idea of ripping up a card. Which, yeah. that was the thing that made me go, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I really we haven't had it because to get have someone die, you have to. Being, you, if your character is in a city where a bad thing happens, they get like a wound or a scar or something, and then they they can only have two or three scars, and then they yeah. do. And like we've played it three or four times, and that's never happened to anyone yet. So yes. the, the odds but of someone actually die that happening enough to someone for them to die, I don't know. And the only other things we have to destroy is old object is like old objectives where we've replaced by a new one. So that doesn't yeah. feel quite as bad. And we still haven't ripped them up. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. pop them aside. I, I, yeah, when a character does die, it's like. It's like it's My, gonna be like when a D and D character dies. You're gonna be like, oh, no. Yeah, but well, you, don't, you don't rip up your character sheet if you D and D die. Jesus, no. Unless <laughs> no. you're very you salty. Can, yeah. Well, I mean, you can get them raised as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Am yeah. I thinking like it's like in the rules? So what you do is you take your game piece, you put it on the table, you get a hammer. No. <laughs> that sounds like Iron Man. For no, the it does say in, in the rules. It just says destroy the the, the, the character 
card and then in brackets rip up it like specifies oh. how you destroy it so i can't burn it <laughs> no 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 oh. we have to you have to i can't it put it to like a shredder actually i think that would probably help if you if it was a thing of like when it told you you were supposed to burn them instead i think you might feel a little <laughs> bit better about that somehow because then it's actually gone Mm. As opposed yeah, to you, you having to pick a fuck ton of character cards. Yeah, you'll just you'll breathe in your character card, and you know, then it's a part of you forever. Well, no, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it was not a sentence that I said that you were supposed to think too deeply about. Mm, are you accusing me of thinking deeply about any sentences people say? Fair point, Matt. Carry yeah. on. But all in all, yeah, definitely recommend. I've been eyeing it up for a while, and I haven't quite because it's a bit more expensive than just normal pandemic, and because. Even though you can just play it as normal pandemic, either afterwards or even during, if you just don't fancy a legacy game, you could just play it normally. The uh, it's, it just sort of slightly stops me from diving in, but it was a a lovely birthday present from Ruth. So ah, the Warmaster. Yes, you have her favour. <laughs> Good choice. Yes, you know I heard an interesting thing about Ruth. Yeah. Every time an ambulance siren happens, <laughs> she sneezes. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Ruth. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in because it's cute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another quick game, I don't have too much to say, but it's a a game recommendation if you're after a relatively short game, is one I got for Christmas from my brother. And we actually, we went down to see him just before Christmas and he he suggested playing it because they've got a copy as well. And which is a brave move because at that point presumably they'd already chosen it because this was like a few days before Christmas. Which is ah, a brave so move. Like, do you want to play this game? Start with me, then knowing full well that if I if we didn't like it, they'd be like, "Oh crap, we bought it for them already for Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> it's a brave choice, but luckily it is a good game. Mm. It's like a spaghetti western style game. Like I'm listening, everyone is a cowboy, and there's a bunch of cowboys with subtly different like rules, and you've all got like four lives, and you just it's sort of Munchkin esque in that you're a character and you. Which is another board game for the, for anyone who hasn't played mm-hmm. Munchkin. You should probably set the name of this board oh, game. Oh, this game is called Bang. Um, bang, you say? Bang, yes, bang. which leads to good things. So and the it's point... got cowboys in it. it so yes. You bang um, cowboys. I'm, no, no, okay, you don't bang okay. cowboys, you bang each other. Oh. As cowboys? As cowboys. Okay, I need this game. Um, the gist of it is that you're, you're, yeah, you're all in a, like a big standoff and you can all shoot. And you, To start with, you can only shoot of a, with a range of one. So you can only shoot people to your left or right, like just one away from you. But you can get bigger guns, so you can shoot two away from you, which will be you know, the second person to your left. Um, and yeah, the point is just basically there's some cards in the deck that say bang, and if you play them, you shoot the other person, and they lose a life unless they've got a missed card, which cancels out the bang. Oh, cool. And then there's a bunch of you know, powers. You, if you have a beer, you gain a life. And <laughs> just if like there, real life. If there's the saloon, everyone gains a life, because everyone has a beer. And there's various things where you can steal cards off other people. And But it's pretty simple and pretty quick. But... It's just, a, like, just like shooting someone. It's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was probably a dark joke, didn't mean that? Sorry. <laughs> I do not advocate for gun violence. Unless it's in card games. Unless it's in card games with sexy fucking cowboys. But it's a, it's, it's a good game and you get to play with your family and say... I can shoot my family? Like, you, can, you can bang your family. I'd, so, oh, wow. Yeah, it's one of them games. <laughs> what, what? So there's the, this is a genre. <laughs> family banging. Family banging. Maybe just... Wait, no. <laughs> Um, hell, yeah, it's it's a it's just a, a good short game, and I'm, yeah, I, I kind of want to just move on. Cause the whole, cause <laughs> you can bang, you your, bang family. your family, and like the glee in your eyes, I was like, I don't want to challenge just, that. It's just quite in fairness, funny. the first thing he did with it was bang his brother. So, well, yeah. Well, actually, I think the first thing I did was bang my brother's girlfriend. So, <laughs> <laughs> this this game it gets, it gets really weird. 
<laughs> I think possibly it's because like it's Twister like originally an Italian game and it's been translated, but the main version is you've got all the main words in it are still in Italian because it's got the English translation just underneath it. But I'm not sure they got the like, I'm not sure whether if you say <laughs> whatever the Italian is for bang, which I can't remember, if you say Sex that, song. it doesn't have the same connotations as yeah. it does in English. I presume that was what it was. And then when someone told them about it in English, they just thought it was funny and didn't change it. You would, wouldn't yeah. you? Because, but now I'm keeping it that yeah. way, that's hilarious. But it's a good quick little game. There is an extra mechanic in it um, where you all have your own individual role. So like one of you is the sheriff and there's some deputies and there's some outlaws and you don't know who anyone oh, is. I want to be the sheriff. But everyone knows who the sheriff is. Oh. So when we play, we've only played it with four people like that, but we had a sheriff, two outlaws, and a renegade. The sheriff objective was to kill everyone who wasn't a sheriff or deputy. But then the outlaw's objective was to kill the sheriff, and the renegade option was to kill everyone. So it was kind of three against one. Yeah. So, we didn't really, yeah. so we tend to play it without those, and it's a good enough game without yeah. those. Yeah. Um, but could, could I be like named sheriff, yeah. but I don't have any objectives? You can you can pretend. You just want yeah. to have people call you sheriff. I really do. <laughs> that could be my Christmas present. Call me sheriff. You already have your Christmas present. It was a leather jacket. Yeah, because that's what sheriffs need. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you have a, you have all the hats. I assume one of them is a sheriff hat. No. Cowboy hats are expensive, dude. Yeah, I want mm. one, but they're very expensive. Um, I got some plastic ones in the mail, but you know. You are literally currently oh. wearing a cowboy hat. Thank you, Ruth. <laughs> Call me sheriff. <laughs> I'm, pl- I'm plastic sheriff. Plerith. I'm a, I'm a plerith. I'm You're not, the I'm sheriff a... of that one Primus video. Yes. <laughs> and we're known as Big, 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 big Brown Beaver. Beaver. Yeah. yeah, she showed it off um, to all her friends. Um. <laughs> that is an actual song that people have listened to. It's not just me. Okay. I swear. <laughs> And in the video, they're big plastic cowboys. It's really weird. It's okay. really but it's Primus, like, what do you expect? Because yeah. Les Claypool looks like my Aunt Linda. <laughs> <laughs> With all these weird prosthetics on his face, I'm like, shit, that looks just like my auntie. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Uh, last thing I'm going to talk about is a Netflix series okay. called Maniac. Have you seen... Have they, 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 we watched it because basically every time we went on Netflix, it was like, hey, hey, have you watched this yet? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? So we just watch it so Netflix stops pesting us about it. They did it. that to me with friend requests. I think I... I <laughs> oh, yeah, you lost. I, I lost. <laughs> I lost the lottery. <laughs> so Maniac, it's a... Well, they call it a mini-series, which is... And it's ten episodes, so it's longer than like all British so series. It's, it's a mini-American so I, I refuse to believe it's a mini-series. It's no, a, it's just casting it's a, shade a, at the British, uh, but, the British way of doing things. Yeah. It's longer than six episodes, it's too long. Um, but it's quite good. Uh, I would watch... I'd recommend watching it mostly because... <laughs> why can you make your hat dance? Because I have eyebrows. <laughs> no! Oh, he took my hat! You can't take a sheriff's okay. hat. That's a shootable yeehaw offence. When you're, distracted, so you know when you're distracting from yeah. the podcast, you are not allowed to keep the hat. I was raising each of my eyebrows individually, which made my hat tilt left and right. I know. It was awesome. This is not a visual medium. <sighs> which means that you just have to upload a video to your channel and be just <laughs> dancing. At this point in the, in the podcast, I need you to play this video. <laughs> okay, just pause that. <laughs> Whatever you do, go on, go on to YouTube... Go on to youtube.com slash watch equals... Watch equals H question mark three seven lowercase j x y v three one four dash five eight seven six five y two. 
I'm glad that it was that long because then that's not a real one. It won't be a real one. Now. <laughs> that's because, why I made it longer. <laughs> because I'm more, I'm horrified to know what that would have been if it was a real oh, it's one. It's gonna be like oh, probably nothing. There is watched... way more combinations of letters, numbers, and YouTube things than there will ever be videos. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> yeah. anyway, moving on. Yes. Just to get back on vague point. Um, Maniac is a thriller, I guess you'd call it. It has um, Jonah Hill, who are usually of that sort of comedies. Um, Yeah, yeah. Who's he usually with? I can't even think. He's quite often in in American comedy films. And Emma Stone, who's another film actor. So it's quite. So we were like, okay, well, he's got two like film actors in this TV series. So it's probably going to be quite good, or at least. Well, well made. Yeah, and it is those things. But I'll get on. There's an interesting point with that, which I'll get on after I've explained what it is. It has, it's set in like an alternate 80s, cool. maybe late 70s. So the fashion's kind of 70s, 80s. Oh, right. is this the one where they're like they're all sanken psychopaths and they're all kind of sitting there in grey jumpsuits? Oh, you're half right. They're all in like the jumpsuits. They're all in a drug trial. That's that's the one. I couldn't quite remember what it was. And it's kind Netflix of Netflix suggests some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's it's worth watching, but I, it's a weird one. It's 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 so well made, and it's got such a high budget and Hollywood actors in it. It's one of those ones where it's just weird enough that if it was just like an indie B movie type thing, it could be really cool. But because it's made so well and it's so polished and it's got people you recognise in it, it's there's a weird dissonance between how weird it is and how much of a the storyline yeah. is kind of a B not a B movie because it's a TV yeah. like, can you get B TV series TVs <sighs> TVs yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, B movie TVs yeah it kind of feels like if it was made less well with less of a budget it would be better mm. as it stands I, I recommend it if you have Netflix and you have time but yeah it's don't a go out of your way no maybe not I don't know I think I don't, I don't know it's interesting but it could have been more. Yeah. By being less. By being less. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a weird one. Does it feel like one of those things that you see where you watch it and you go, I'm pretty sure that whoever was financing this was just not paying attention to their emails for a while. And that's the only reason this exists. Quite possibly. Like Tron Legacy. It goes off. There's like, it gets towards, yeah, they're in this drug trial and the various drugs do weird things and they kind of, have like dream they were like go unconscious and have dreams about things it's meant to like rep them it's meant to be a cure this drug that they're trialing is meant to replace therapy so it's meant to like make you come to all of the realizations you would or is that's the gist of it anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know obviously it doesn't work because that's not a thing that would work but yeah. <laughs> like they have these various they get like they like sleep after they've had a pill and they have like these dreams which are like meant to be sort of therapy mm. and there's like weird episodes it means there's an episode where some of them are just dressed like Lord of the Rings and they're elves and they're just like running around with bows and arrows for an episode okay. and there's like a 1920s seance gangster episode thing seance gangster like, episode like, sounds amazing to be there's fair. enough weird episodes and they do enough weird things where it's like this could be interesting is every is every other episode but, a holodeck episode sort of that, but not like. quite there's enough that yeah it's not quite every other episode there's like four or five different dream sequence yeah. things but they're like whole episode long but it's not every other episode or so okay yeah it's it's interesting and it's it's quite hard to explain but I think it's good it just I think it could have been better if they made it worse. Yeah. If that makes any sense whatsoever. That makes sense, don't worry. But it's Netflix, so it's free if you have a Netflix subscription. So if you have Netflix, yeah, give it a go. Uh-huh. Cool. 
And that's all I've got. Okay. Okay. Um, well, we do have one little thing different to do before we get to the questions. Iron Man 40k. Uh, we're not playing Iron Man 40k. Not with my models. <laughs> well, my models aren't here, so it that's has to be with you your models. Think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, because normally at this time of year we'd do an episode where we'd talk about all the games we played that year that came from that year. Now, we haven't done that this time because we haven't played enough games that came out this year, um, either because the big games that we were interested in playing, like console exclusives for consoles we don't have, mm. or just for whatever reason we never got around to playing them or weren't interested in them. So um, we've not played that many, so our game of we're going to give a game of the year, but you know, we're not take it with the proviso that it's a fairly limited group <laughs> that we played from. But I feel like it, it would be it would be somehow wrong to do an end of year podcast yeah, that without... should be literally coming out on the last day of the year and not at least give some. I could rate all the hot dogs I've eaten this year. I don't believe anybody in any <laughs> realm of existence that exists would be remotely interested in that. There are subreddits devoted to how, like, what hot dog I perceive as my favourite. Well, yes, but... Because the internet is a terrifying place and all tastes are catered for. But I do not believe the people on Reddit are humans that exist within our frame of reference. They cannot be. People aren't like that. Okay, that's fair. Reddit Reddit uses a sum of a being from a dark dimension unrelated to our own. But I was using it as an example at the top of my head. But yeah, everyone in the comments, tell tell Wib how wrong he is and how you all want to hear about the most delicious hot dog I ate this year. Okay. And it's it's a close one. Number two will surprise you. It won't. It will not at all. It's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. (laughs) So, I think we should all give... We should all give... You want to shut up? No. You want to shut, shut up? Shut, shut, shut up! I'm hungry, and I thought of hot dogs, and now I want your hot dogs. Stop fucking remixing and telling me to shut up, fucking weirdo. Um, fucking video games. I don't give a shit anymore. So, hot dogs. Does everyone have a game in mind that they wish to put forth as their? I got their a game couple. Got a couple rolling around. Okay. Mm, kind of. Because I decided to give it a. If it's fucking paper clips again. No, it will be better. It will be better than last year's game, which was arguably not a game. That's true. That's yeah, true. but I know exactly what game it's going to be. <laughs> okay, so I'll go first, shall I? Yeah. Um, go so I, I'd like to make a small, uh, small honourable mentions to um, Dead Cells because it was just a really fucking good roguelike. Good game, can recommend. Just, just good, nice and solid. Um, to the bits of Call of Cthulhu that didn't make me f- aggravatingly furious. Yeah. Did you get through that bit in the end? I never did. Oh. I, it legit angers me at that point that I have not gone yeah. back and do it. I will do it at some point. And to Vermintide 2, a game that probably would have been Game of the Year had it not just kind of slowly got Turned into worse. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I did. That's probably the one I played the most of this. Year. I, I did play the most of Vermintide Two, and I did thoroughly enjoy it when it came out. Even when they started patching it badly, so it started running very poorly. Yeah, and then they had to repatch it, but then it was running up like half between good and how it was running shit. And, and it was just nice to see my lovely boys and girls yeah. again. It was very cool. And it was good, but not yeah. Salt Spire. You don't like Salt? No, Spire. I don't like Salty Spire. Yeah. It's not good. Um, so my actual game of the year. And I won't speak about it much because I have already spoken about it a lot because it was the thing I mentioned earlier was Warhammer 40,000 Mechanicus. Yay! 
I wouldn't say it's a game of the year in the same way that it would be like, oh my god, this is a life changing game. I this is like my in my top ten games of all time now. But it's just a game I thoroughly enjoyed, and I un- unlike all of the other ones, I don't have like a big like proviso like mm, okay. Oh, this is good. If you, but you have to ignore this, or you know, or, but this bit was like really bad. Like my issues with it are all fairly minor things that don't really bother me that much. Would it still be a good game? Like, would people appreciate it if they didn't like Forty K? I don't know because a lot of, I mean, I think as as like a kind of mellow XCOM clone type thing, there's plenty of those in all of all sorts of different stripes. So. I think it's it's a as a game in and of itself it's pretty good. Um I think you would still get some okay, joy out of it. Good. But good. part of it is to do with that yeah, it does yeah, yeah, ta- yeah, of course. it takes a part of the setting that's not usually much done with and does something a little interesting with and makes it and because of as I mentioned before, the kind of theming of it makes it stand out from other forty K games just a little bit. Um and yeah, I just quite liked it. Um and I just quite liked it a little more than I quite liked the other things <laughs> that are out. There's, there's not I really like, oh my god, this is the super best game ever that's come out what this year. What about the Undertale AU? I completely game? forgot about Deltarune. Yeah. I was... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, it's more Undertale, which is good. Um, but, like, it's just a demo. Yeah. So, I can't remember if we ever talked about that on the podcast. You, we did, I yeah. think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was, that was all right, but it wasn't a full game. Um, I mean, it, it was still like three hours long, which for something that was supposed to be a survey that then became a game, I guess that's a pretty good like yeah. thing. It, um, it's setting up itself well to be game of the year next year or whenever yeah. it comes out. It could be, it could be, uh, you know. But yeah, uh, as, as like a complete thing, yeah, uh, Mechanicus would get it for me. Okay, um, who wants to go next? So, I was tied between two games. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Do you want to say what either of those are? No. No? Okay. Is your game of the year a secret? Yeah. (laughs) It's my special secret. (laughs) And patrons of $5 or more will figure it out. (laughs) You will send them a small note. It will be be scrawled on the back of a napkin. I'll be like, hey, You will mail it to them. I will mail it to make sure you've got your addresses, $5 plus patrons. That's not happening. That's not happening. I was literally like, oh shit, no. I I had to write out like 75 Christmas cards (laughs) in like a day and a half. That nearly killed me, so no. Um, I want to give an honourable mention to Vermintide 2. Yeah. Because again, was good, got shit. (laughs) It was good till it wasn't. It was good till it wasn't. And it wasn't even that got shit per se, it just got... Yeah. Just a bit worse. Yeah. Which was just worse enough yeah. to make you go, I'm not I can't be bothered to boot that up today. Yeah, yeah. Also para paratopic. Yeah, that was interesting. I thought that was that, that, that's a good one. Not nowhere near enough substance to be a game of the year. Yeah, all. it's only like, 40 like that's not me shading it. It's like it's like forty five to an hour minute like hour minutes long. Yeah, that's that's how time works. <laughs> it's amazing speech. how if you put all of the words in a sentence in the wrong order, the sentence doesn't make sense anymore. I mean you still got what I meant, so yeah. yeah, got you there. Um, but no, it was a really fun kind of like uh, spooky, tense, weirdly Lynchian horror story, which was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, my my game of the year is uh, the games I played this year. Dusk. 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 
It's a video game. It's a video game. It's a fucking... It's like a build engine shooter. Like the old school stuff. Very... It's It's not a build engine shooter, though. Like a build engine game. Fucking get in your lane, sister. You said it's a build engine game. said like a build engine game. I mean, we've got audio proof of which he said. Yeah, and I'm going to be editing it. So he'll be like, my name is Wib and I'm a butt face. Which he just said. Joke's on you, I never say my name. (laughs) My name is not important. And... (laughs) <laughs> but no, um, it's it's flawed. Um, but I, I do I do like it. It's a it's it kind of sells itself as like a return to the old school kind of like build engine games. Uh, it's very very obviously influenced a lot by Quake, Blood, um, Doom, of course. And there's a lot of Blood esque kind of uh, elements, which I'm just like, including one big one that you found out on stream. <gasps> Yeah, so I, I fangirled, because I completed this game on stream after it came out of Early Access, and I was fangirling like a crazy person, because Stefan Waite does a voice in it, who is the voice of Caleb, the main character from the Blood series. Oh, okay. And right. I was just like, oh, that man is my childhood! Because he, yeah, because like, yeah. I, there, there is a character who's talking, I'm like... He sounds way better than every other voice actor like, no, in this game. Like, no shade, because like, it's, it's very, it's, it's quite indie. It's very, like, Two guys in a shed type, yeah, yeah. type game. Um, so, like, you know, you want voice actors, you don't have much money, what are you going to do? You're going to voice your own game. So it's like, they weren't terrible, but like, then this this voice came in and it was just boom, like, <laughs> proper voice. It's like, wow. And that was Stefan Wait. And I lost my fucking mind because I love that guy. <laughs> I, 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 love, I love the Caleb voice. I love, I love Blood so much. And like yeah, it's got the it's got the speed, it's got the jumping around. I would say that like the bosses are probably where it falls short because the bosses tend to be a bit. Some of them are a bit cheap. Some of them, but there's one called Mama, and like you have to fight her like on chunks of rock. Then there's like infinite like death pits beneath, and it's like ah, you just want to do the Willem Dafoe thing. No, no, I want to go Momo versus Mama. <laughs> Moon versus Ma. <laughs> But yeah, no, so that's like a bit tricky, but like even with all of its faults, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And like the best weapon in the game, if you want to pick up Dusk, can recommend if you like the old build engine shooters and like all that kind of stuff. I will say that there is like a bar of soap in every level. It is the best weapon in the game. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You throw it at an enemy and it'll kill him instantly. You see what I what? most like about it's amazing. this? Amazing. Because you, when, when you found that, you just started taking the soap with you throughout levels and yeah, and like, people. like chat was just like, <gasps> can you take soap? And I'm now, like, now the no. best thing about that is that that is an intentional thing. It is an Easter egg in the game of that the soap it's is the an best absurdly weapon. powerful <laughs> weapon. Because I, we I, I was throwing like plates at, at, at enemies and it yeah. wasn't really hurting them, but you throw the soap and it just it gibs them. So they you, just turn into little giblets. So it's it's like an intentional quirk of the game that's put in there as an Easter egg, but you found it organically, which makes it so it makes much it better. It makes it so much better. It was because as soon oh, as you found fun. it and did that, you, every level you were looking for the soap, and there is yeah. a soap in each level. Okay. Yeah. Um, is, is the soap a one-use item? Or can no. You pick it up no, it's, it's, it. like, it's like an item that you can just pick up and throw <laughs> or put down. So like you'll just, you can just pick up like glasses or beakers or, or whatever and throw them. But yeah, you find... You f- you, f- you find the soap and you're like, oh, yes, and you hold it. And you, yeah, if you throw it at them, it basically just turns them into squishy giblets. <laughs> I don't think I got to use it on a boss. 
Yeah, I think generally you encounter bosses in areas where you, you have had to get rid of it somehow. Yeah, like you yeah. go through a teleporter or something, so you can't take it with you. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no. Oh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I played mm. some of the multiplayer as well, which is literally just like playing Quake online back in the <laughs> yeah. day when I was a little girl. Really hyper fast. You don't. You, you got a twitch shot like a mother hacker, and it's just really, really good. I can recommend it if if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So, um. With what with um, Mechanicus, a Dusk. fairly slow turn-based thing. Dusk, a very twitchy old school shooter. Matthew, mm. drummer Matthew. Yes. Drummered Matt. The dr- drummered Matthias. Matthias. Um. What is your mm. game of the year? Universal Paperclips. My game of the year will be a game. Good. Which is an improvement of last year. Yes. Okay. But I think as a downgrade from last year, I think last year's game of the year came out in the year that it was game of the year in. Yep. Admittedly, we have at no point directly specified our game of the year should come from this year. Oh, yeah. Doom 2016. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Matt, you're saying... <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so... I played Final Fantasy this year. Final Fantasy VII. It was quite a good game. Good game. Yeah. Well, it's my favourite game of all time. So. It's yeah. like 98, though, so... But, yeah, that's like 20 I feel like years that's, ago. I feel like... That's like 30 years I can ago. Get, oh, if it's a game that could have been made now, like I can get away ago. with it. But that's... Everyone knows that wasn't made this year. Yeah. It's like at least so, 25 years ago, dude. Come on. Oh, it's, it's a toss-up between two games that everyone knows it's going to be two games. Yep. And... It's not American Truck Simulator and Euro Truck Simulator. I'm counting them as the same game okay, for the purpose of this. Okay, but is it American this. Truck Simulator 2? No. <laughs> uh, it is between Euro Truck Simulator 2 uh, okay. and okay. the game that I now refer to as Happy Farm because... Stardew Valley. <laughs> it's Stardew Valley. <laughs> um, Neither of which came out even remotely this year. No, but Stardew Valley might have... We checked when it came out of... like. Early access. Early access, and it could have been this year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was like 2016 or something. But it could, it could have been this year. It's, relative, it's more recent than Final Fantasy. It came out. It came out on the ago. Switch and iOS this year. So if I claim that I played it on, on one of those things, I mean you didn't, which I didn't. But if I claim I did, if you do, I think that's going to have to be Game of the Year on the <laughs> on, on the basis that it could have been released this year. Okay. <laughs> there we go. That's my decision. Okay, okay. so it's Stardew Valley. Yes. Okay. okay good. No, that's that's actually a video game. So nice one. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's not much of a step up, but it's 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 paperclips with better graphics. <laughs> I mean, it's really not, but okay. But yes, that's my that's my input. Have you married anyone yet? No, not quite. I'm up to I've up to like eight hearts with pretty much everyone oh, that you could date. Mm-hmm. Um, so you trying to fuck everyone? No, I don't want to do that. I feel bad about that. You can get polyamory. No, lots. no, I'm going out with. I I gave the the, the flower bouquet to um, Abigail. Well, everyone goes to Abigail. Yeah, she's just. I mean, she's 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 just sweet. She is lovely. And I felt a bit bad because they like kind of give up that after you get married, which I don't know this because I haven't played, but they kind of give up their lives and just come and live on your farm. Yeah, so, they come and work on the farm with yeah, you, so they can like, so water felt, plants for you. So. so I felt a bit bad for doing that, because my, my initial instinct was, because Maru is really cool, she's but amazing. like, she's going to go is, far. I felt really bad room. being like, just come and live on the farm and give up all your stuff. No, but they get their <laughs> own room to bad. mess around with. So. Yeah, I know. I mean, Shane's but... is full of muddy footprints and empty beer cans and pizza, but that's because I've been in there. <laughs> <laughs> but plus, I've, I've taken him away from that horrible Jojo Mart job, so he literally, like, you'll talk to him in the kitchen and be like, I love living on the farm. Jojo Mart was disgusting. 
Yeah. You think it was miserable out front, you didn't see behind. It's like, yeah, dude, oh, wow. I get that. And but, then they give him a pizza for breakfast, and he's like, I love wife. <laughs> awesome. It's a good game. It's good. I haven't finished it yet, but I've done most things. I've got to the end of the mine, and I've done mm-hmm. most of the things, yeah. I think. But I don't know how many Community extra... centre kind of stuff. That's all, and I've got like two things I need to give for that, and then that's finished. Yeah. Um, I haven't ventured into the school, can- the school that's cave brutal. thing. Oh, God, that's tough. Um, which apparently just goes on forever. Yeah, you don't get like so, checkpoints. Like yeah, there's no end to it. It's infinite. Yeah, so it's terrible. I haven't dared venture green, into that. There's these green dragon things that are jerks. I hate them with all every fiber of my being. <laughs> they are literally the worst. So there's a couple of things left to do, but I'm assuming that's not going to ruin the game for me. So I'm yeah. I'm feel fairly safe saying hmm. it's a good game. It's a good game. Good, good. Um, so, uh, I guess with that perfunctory end of year thing done, <laughs> um, then I guess we should go on to the questions. Questions! Questions! questions. Yeah. I don't know where you have a jingle now. It's not very good. We've got it now. <laughs> we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Uh, so, um, if someone wishes to send a question to us, what email address should they send it to? Matt? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Only drummer Matt? At snipeandwith at gmail.com. There's no question mark in there, by the way. I forgot if it was Drummer Matt or Drummer Butt. <laughs> it's Drummer Matt. It's Drummer Matt. You're the one that checks it. You're the person who should know this more than anyone else. I have to type it in to check it. That's true. So. Yeah, true. And I have to say it like every freaking podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, what, what questions do Terrible you have? Terrible email aside, we have some questions. And Terrible apologies to people. Address. Because everyone knows that I only check them the day before or the morning of when we record like and to the point before. where some people know that they'll emailing oh hope this is in time and I'm like there was three weeks <laughs> like, you fucking hacker no 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 no. it makes no difference because that's I only check them and it's actually better probably because otherwise this is an apology to everyone who emails the day after a podcast because I will not check the emails for two weeks at that point <laughs> and then reply to them when it's completely lost all meaning so apologies hmm. but we have a bunch of emails and it's been three weeks this time so even more apologies ah. <laughs> one extra week of apologies. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six emails. Okay, cool. Cool. So first up, Dan underscore C85. Hello. Who I decided to pronounce the underscore in. Um, I've just returned from my honeymoon and noticed on my flight that the person in the safety video had a resemblance to Snipe, only obviously without Snipe's awesome guns. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know. So, yeah, you're famous and you are now doing airplane safety videos. Yeah, Excellent. you know what? I was young, I needed the money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was throwing things at children. I was still the best like worker there. Please please keep my secret. <laughs> my shame. And I mo- mostly mentioned this because then the next point was that whilst on said honeymoon, they caught up with a backlash of the podcast. Ah! And it makes me so happy that me accidentally saying backlash is catching on. <laughs> because... I think eventually this podcast will destroy the meaning of a word. That's good. Dan, I don't mean to be rude, but were you doing big kissing with with your marital partner while listening to Drama Matt talk about, like, fucking Eurotruck Simulator? (laughs) Or maybe that's your thing. I'm not going to judge you. If you're just like, oh, yeah, Beardy Boy talks about boring game for an hour and a half. I know I am fully erect when he does it. So. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to kink shame. Yeah. If I was on board, I'm happy. Just, just a little bit. 
bit curious. That's all. A bit nosy. I really, he said big kissing, and that instantly makes me suspicious of it as some sort of big organisation. <laughs> big kissing. Big kissing. <laughs> They'll get you. with big pharma. <laughs> big kissing's a corporation that funds Valentine's. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> quite possibly. There you go. I'm sick of big kissing doing all these things that are bad. Let's go on with the questions. Yes. Okie dokie. So they have a um, thought on your... So they have a thought on your um, Primark husbando judgment. Oh, yeah. They were surprised that Snipe didn't say Corvus Corax. I did. Did you? Yeah. No, I don't even you remember didn't. what you said. <laughs> didn't you? Like, you're, <laughs> no, just lying. you're just yeah. lying. No. <laughs> Quite convincingly. <laughs> because, yeah. um, but their point is that he's basically a 40k version of your Stardew husbando. Well, I mean, Shane yeah. isn't like, he's not sitting there listening to Linkin Park all day, cutting his own bangs terribly. So I'd say maybe not. Corvus is actually pretty good. You should read Deliverance Lost. I know, I just like saying really inflammatory things and then having no consequences to <laughs> say, ignore the, the comments. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> um, and finally, their last point is that they have attached two photos of their dog, Bronte. One as a grown-up dog and one as a pupper. Good. So good. Thank you. They may, I'll say they probably will, but I have to say may because sometimes I forget. <laughs> Be put up on Twitter when this comes out. When when will you be in, in a place where you can do that? When it comes out. I, on Monday, probably. Okay, so I'll harass oh, you on Monday if you don't. Yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll send you uh, lewd messages until you do it. I mean, you're going to do that anyway, really. But I'll, I'll put them in the lewd message. I'll oh, be like... You're going to draw, like, upload dog pictures on your wiener and just send in pictures <laughs> of your wiener? No. I mean, I'm not giving you ideas. I'm just kind of I like... Was going to, I was going to be like, hey, Matt, how, how is your... Penis okay, doing, moving on from um, the penis. Um, here is here is the thing you need to do today, which is, is to upload is it the penis. The penis is the penis. <laughs> okay, because uh, you might get confused. Moving on, yeah. moving on, moving on. And I can't believe that I'm the voice of reason in this situation <laughs> for once. <laughs> so uh, next up, Wolfen ninety nine. Uh, they said a few bits and bobs, thanking us for helping out there with a few bits and validating them. I think on a stream. I, I think I think so. Um, oh. um, I'm glad we could be of service. Yeah. Weren't nothing. It's nice to be nice. <laughs> uh, their questions. What are your guys' thoughts on Primarchs, loyalist and non-loyalist, in Dreadnoughts? Pretty rad. Put them in the Dreadnoughts. Make them have kicky fights. Sounds amazing. Uh, my sort of thought is that there's... I don't... I, I sort give, of... them the, give, them, give them Dreadnought stats because they're not going to be as fancy in a Dreadnought. I sort of feel that like a, a Primarch should either be... They're either like well enough to fight, or they're dead. And basically, there is no there is no <laughs> thing between them. They can be more efficient at fighting, like by being at tip top shape. But even them on their deathbed can still fight. Okay, well, what about? Because I think this is a happy medium that I would prefer. What about a Primarch who has just two dreadnought fists on their their hands? Oh, they can have dreadnought close combat weapons. That's fine. No, no, no just dreadnought fists, a power fist that, with little grabby fingers. Yeah. Yeah, they can have if if they've just had their arms removed for some reason, replace them with that. That's no, fine. just their hands. Just their hands. Just yeah. their hands. That's fine. They have dreadnought hands. That's fine. No, no, they have their, they've lost their whole arm, but they've just got their hand attached to their shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Because like, yeah. they're a Primark, they could make that. Yeah, they'd be fine. They'll just spin like, around really little, fast. They got little dread booties as well. Mm. They could do that too. It's, a, it's. I'd be on board. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like... Because uh, Primarchs are kind of often described as being almost mythical. Because they are, like, mm. part... Ultimately, they're part space magic. Okay, then stick them in a so, fucking, like, Imperial Knight. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so it just doesn't feel like there'd be any point where they would be mm. laid low enough 
And like the only sort of pl- the only sort of one hill I can really think of who's been like that is Horus when he was stabbed and goes to the things that ends up with the heresy happening. But like he would have died without it happening. So I don't know. It just it just it feels okay. like they should be able to heal through anything that would require you to go in a dreadnought. No, that's you know fair. what I mean. But yeah, no, I, I okay. still vote for the whole like they get their arms cut off, they have dreadnought hands put on the stumps. Okay, well we'll put that on the maybe pile. No, <laughs> the pile is out the window. Yeah, the, the emperor way. has a suggestions box, right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is out the fucking airlock. I guess apparently. actually, to be fair, I guess the emperor being on the golden throne does kind of throw a wrench in my plans there because he's effectively <laughs> he's in a dreadnought that is a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. They should have just cut his arms off and put dreadnought fists on his on his elbows. Not on his elbows because those were off. I mean, on the shoulders. <laughs> Do you want to know a fun little, a fun little uh, bit of uh, trivia from me as as a youngin? Yeah. Uh, when I was first into forty k. I thought it'd be really cool to make a custom Dreadnought model that was the Emperor because I didn't actually understand how the Emperor worked at Aww. all. And so I wanted to make like a super good Dreadnought and I thought I'd be, oh, and that was like my idea. I never did it. But that was like my plan. That's super cute, that. but... But yeah, so I guess actually considering that the Emperor can be laid low like that, I suppose Primarchs probably could then. So, mm. fuck me, I guess. <laughs> it just seems like thematically it wouldn't make much sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But whatever. Alright, next question. Um... What are your thoughts on a name like Frecky for someone to change to? Yeah, that's a good name. It's a cool uh, name. Gary is also a good one, but you'd probably have people calling you Jerry. Mm. So yeah, Frecky's a good one. Frecky is a cool name. That's a good name. And they also sent two pictures of dogs. Yes. So more dogs. There's going to be a dogs. whole dog thread, which makes me very happy. Good puppies. Yes, the best puppies. Righto. Next up, Ineptus Astartes, which I love as a name. That's a good name. <laughs> it's a good <laughs> name. Um... Uh, so first up, they said um, just a quick thing, saying thanks for you know us being cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank okay. you. And just talk, talking about things yeah. because they're normal to talk about, which mm. is nice. No, glad, glad. Mm. It's always nice to hear. Yeah. Uh, also, they they apologise for a long a long email. They, they've had a bit of a backlog. That's okay. Backlash. 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 Um, so first doing. up, a few anime recommendations. Okay. Um, they did specify may- maybe more for you two. I've watched an anime. You've at watched Pokemon, probably. <laughs> I've watched Pokemon. I watched um, various Gundam series. I've watched uh, a few. That is so you. Though. Um, but these these three recommendations, all three are on Crunchyroll. Nice. So and now I want to eat a Crunchyroll. Thanks so much, <laughs> Ineptus. Oh. And, uh, and they're all relatively short, between twelve and fifteen episodes. Cool. So it's not like a huge. Also, it's like so that. No, I, I like the I like the shorter like Erased was like that where it was just like like one series and that's the that's the entire story and I, I love I love those because it's not like fucking Bleach that's got like eight billion episodes and is still going. Yep. <laughs> um. So first up, I'm going to pronounce all of these wrong. Hakata Tonkotsu Ramen. Yes. What Snipe said. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's about Hitman. I like it already. Good. <laughs> also, I will recommend one to you, Ineptus, if you haven't seen it already. Gunslinger Girl, but only the first season, because then it's shit. But if you like things about Hitman, that's, that one's pretty good. I like it a lot. Also, it's just really good drawings of guns. <laughs> Next one is Megalobox, which yeah. is a sports anime. No, oh, okay. oh, those, those are pretty uh, um, yeah, popular. They anime. say they're not usually a fan of sports anime, but this one they really enjoyed. Oh, okay. So... But third one was Double Decker, Doug, and Kirill. Kirill. Okay. Which is a slightly ridiculous crime action comedy. Okay. But, oh, ooh, manages cool. to hit, hit you in the fields surprisingly often. Oh. They, they, they send apologies for no dog pictures. Okay. 
Apologies, like, <laughs> grudgingly accepted. <laughs> but, given Snipe's love of bishy boy-faced horses, That's they, 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 thought that, they thought a restaurant that they passed through on their way to work might amuse her. Okay. Oh, the Yabby... Oh, the Yabby house. I think one of us needs to describe what oh, we're looking at here. That, that boy is a fitty. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so it's the Yabby house is like a... Uh, the Yabby house is like a uh, an Asian... Food restaurant, as opposed presumably. to all those restaurants, presumably. And in the middle, it's got a little lobster with pinchy claws and a bow tie, and a super vicious like guy's head on it. He looks like a K-pop star. I know it's a crustacean. He does <laughs> crustacean pop. That's what no, the K stands for. Uh, yeah, uh, for some reason. Yeah, because <laughs> apparently that, we've all just forgotten how to spell. Damn! Look at that hair, though. Look, that is some beautiful hair. Shall I add oh. the, this picture onto the, um, yes. the dog thread? Yeah, yes. yeah this, this is, this is an honorary doggo. Yes. I really want to go to this restaurant or whatever. I think I'm going to have to alt tab away from this, otherwise no. we're not going to get anything done. My, my, he's my boy, my lobster boyfriend. Come back. <laughs> See, lobsters feel pain when they're torn away from people they love. Max. <laughs> it is true. Okay, and last up, they've got some thoughts from various episodes in the past. Okay. That they haven't had time to message about. Okay. So, first okay. off, from episode eight. Apparently we promised to do some classy porn reviewing. Oh shit, did we? And well, they're wondering where it is. Okay, um, well, I, I've, I've been trying to convince Wib to let us uh, review Lemon Stealing Whores. He won't. Um, Although also, that is the best pornog in I, the world. I think it's safe to say when it comes to promises we make on the podcast, we lie a lot. I don't. Uh, Snipe lies a lot. I don't. <laughs> like right now. I'm not! Heck <laughs> off! Uh, Snipe? Mm. Any more daddy dating let's plays? Yes, I've been like New Year. I'm gonna try and get my ass into gear and get over this anxiety and nice. you did actually terrible do, shit. You did actually. Recently I did do content for my own channel because yeah, that's in reference to I did a Dream Daddy let's play that I just kind of stopped because mental health and everything kind of got bad. I didn't stop it officially, but I just haven't done any in like a year. <laughs> so New Year, have you still got like three episodes that are just waiting on just, the hard drive? They're literally just sat there in Vegas, not doing fucking nothing. Yeah. So I'm gonna get that shit done. I'm gonna nice. get that shit finished, even though my dad's sona doesn't really look anything like me anymore, apart from the piercings. Yeah. So yeah, but no, <laughs> I'm surprised people are still interested. But no, yeah, I will. I'm definitely aiming to get back on that. Next up, some um, comments on various. Eat a thing, food things. Okay. So, hundred percent agree with street ruffles. Oh, they are no. awesome. They yeah. are so they, good. They're so good. <sighs> uh, bananas, banana bread, oysters, and avocados are all disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is just truth. I agree with one of those things. <laughs> Better be fucking. One of these things avocados. is not like the others. <laughs> no, you're right. They're all disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they particularly hate bananas because they smell like someone threw a body into a trash can full of rotten fruit and left it in cairns for a few months. Yeah, <laughs> Oddly mate, specific. But that's exactly what they smell like, though. It's, that's a fucking nice one, dude. Oof. Specifically cairns. Specifically. No, it's like Melbourne. That's way off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. It carries on. But people, in Australia anyway, are just yeah. opening them up all over the place with no regard to the effect of the smell of other people. Yeah, no, yeah. Australians like, who like bananas need to be stopped, quite frankly. <laughs> they are the biggest menace. Uh, they're going to suggest full grim as a husbando? Mm. But it was already mentioned a few podcasts yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Can you remember what you rated him as? 
Fuck, I can't remember what... I, I think we I probably... I can't remember my own name, dude. I think he probably got rated as a solid 10. I rated his butt as a 10, probably. Because <laughs> it's a huge, Ooh. juicy boy butt. Speaking of which, episode 22. Yeah. Can you remember? <laughs> episode 68. Nah, because like, literally the whole podcast, I've gone... My brain has been going... Next episode is number 69. Next episode is number 69. <laughs> That's all I have. Okay, but episode 22 yeah. um, mentions a snipe drawing of Fulgrim in a mankini. Yes. Yes. Is that visible to people? It is. It is on my art blog, uh, snipedoesart.tumblr.com. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, is it still allowed on there now porn's not allowed I have literally drawn it's a fine. naked McCree and a naked Mercy and tagged it NSFW and nothing has been done <laughs> but if you post a picture of the fucking Mojave Desert it will flag it as inappropriate to be fair because too I, much of that fucking sand ooh who here thinks sand is fucking I got a picture sexy. of a squig flagged as inappropriate maybe Squigs they thought it was hot. like it was like a smushed fleshlight with teeth <laughs> I mean kind of <laughs> I mean, to be fair, everything's a flashlight if you're brave enough, so... Any squig can be. Yeah. Squig lights, they call them. Yeah. That's, that's it's, the it's 40k a very, after The fleshlight squig is the worst kind of squig. I'm glad it was retconned in Rogue Trader. It wasn't. <laughs> it was. So many of those squigs weren't. Okay, anyway. Ne- next up, Walker Rollins. They've got a husbando. Okay. Ooh. So his his name is John Rochard. Rashad. Okay. okay. We have a, first up, we have a picture. Okay. If, if, if he's not the yabby crab boy, I don't give a fuck. So he's the one on the left, yeah? He's presumably the one in the centre. Is he from Fortnite? Pass. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, we have some... So he's, he's, he has John on his jacket. It must be him. Okay. But we have, him, some, yeah. we have some more information. Okay. So So far I'm like... I'm like he, has a, he has a stable job within a mining company. Mm-hmm. He's the foreman. Okay. Ooh. He is kind and compassionate when dealing with his subordinates. Uh, he cares deeply for the safety and well-being of his workers. Oh. So he's a, he's a kind of caring dude. Mm. I like that. He's generally tough, capable mm. of knocking a man out with a single strike under the right conditions. Well, yeah. And he's generally calm, pleasant and friendly. His hobbies mainly include watching sports and enjoying a cold beer. Okay. okay. Well, he seems uh, he, he seems, seems like, like a, nice a guy. like a more believable, ho- more homely version of um Mike Hagar. So uh, I'm I'm on that basis alone, willing to give him a ten. Yeah, no, I'm going to give him a solid ten because not only does he look like a thick, juicy daddy, he's like a really caring dude as well. He could look, he looks like he could be both a daddy and a father. Aww. Well, yeah. mostly a daddy. Interesting, oh, yeah. interesting. You should say daddy because <laughs> this guy also makes them wonder if we have a um, waifu slash husbando variant for dads. Oh, so well, I mean da- daddies, a or? daddy rating. So, well, there is like I mean I guess wife or husbando. Okay, yeah, we'll have wife slash husbando, daddy or mummy daddy rating, and then <laughs> we'll we... have parent rating. What? Parent, do you want them to just adopt you and be your parent? Not, so what's not the, in a sexual way. So what's the what's the daddy mummy daddy one? <laughs> that, that you know what I'm talking. Surely about. that works, but surely that's the same as, as no, the husband waifu, and waifu thing. Th- no, I'd say like dad, daddy, mummy, daddy thing is more kind of like this pure kind of like love. So you'll see a tweet and you just clist on it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> clist isn't going to be a thing. Full circle. But yeah, so yeah, mummy, d- daddy, mummy, mummy, daddy. Wait, no. Daddy or mummy daddy rating, that's like a super thirst. What are you fucking rubbing your eyes at with your skull for? No reason. Okay. 
But yeah, so there's like the three. Okay, I think we should probably move away from Dad. Basically, send us like fuck Mary Parent. <laughs> <laughs> send us fuck Mary Parents. Fuck Wait. Mary Parents is just the current state of pornography. Oh, you don't want to know. No, I don't think I do. You don't. No, no, want okay, to know. we're moving on. We're moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, Gravesa Yui Ryan Mateus Codner of the 212th Hunter Cadre Human Auxiliary Division. Oh, okay. Hello. I pronounced all I'm of the words in the right order. Good. I think. A uh, few questions. First, are you guys going to release any new music? Well, I mean, if you don't count the fact that occasionally I'll just sing a stupid song about golden dongs, then, I mean, presumably. I guess eventually, maybe. Yeah. When we were banned again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that somebody, not naming any names, literally doesn't live in this country at the moment. Yeah, dick up, wait. Uh, no. I'm here now. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get like a year's worth of banding in then, shall we? <laughs> Um, I, I would assume at some point some music will happen somehow at yes. some time, but there's no current timetable on any of that, I'm afraid. I hope that answer is vague enough for you. I mean, we could try harder to make it even more vague, but, you know... Okay, music will happen at some point in the history of humanity. Sometimes yes. it might come from us, but it's who knows? It's not if, it's when. <laughs> but until then, um, it's all on Spotify, etc., and actually, two of the older album and the older EP are back on Spotify, which oh, they, they? they were they were off for a while for yeah. Spotify reasons. Spotify is <laughs> about as good as YouTube is. So oh, good. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't. But all of our old music's on there to listen to. And yeah, even don't. The, <laughs> and even the stuff that isn't on Spotify, the stuff that is too shit for us to care about, is on, on our YouTube, YouTube channel. Yeah. Our entire discography is on YouTube. Yes. But you should do it on Spotify because we eventually the, get money from that. Including yeah. the very first EP, which is probably shit. Oh, it is. Probably. It's not, it's <laughs> not as bad as you remember. Still not very good. But for completeness, it's up there. Okay. Um, second question. Mm. If you could rewrite the law for your primary 40k army, what would you change? No Wolfen. No Murderfang. And also, I'm the Primarch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Here comes you, <laughs> I mean, I don't want don't want much. I think that's Honestly, actually, if if I was to be in charge of the wolves, I, I it would be amp up the Vikingness, amp up the Viking, and just give nullify the like, werewolfness. Yeah, yeah. Like actual, like as much yeah, as I nullify, think not turn down, just to just get rid of, get yeah. rid just of. Just make it so that they think that wolf pelts are really cool and wolf teeth and stuff. Yeah, and Wolfen is Wolfen is so stupid. Wolfen is just a berserker rage yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. That's what I do. Yeah. Um. I don't know what I do. I just like orcs. I think they're fun. Uh, I don't Why, know. If... Would you put in purple orcs? Uh... Porks. Porks. Would you have porks? I I probably make it so. I pro- I'd probably like to put it in so that they could uh, still be more affected by chaos than they currently can. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be I'd be up for like doing that. Um. But then and there's like gene sealer orcs and stuff. But like te- I don't think there's anything technically that means that they can't exist. It's just the models for Gene Steeler cults are all human. You're not going to say that you'd write back in full looted wagons? Well, that's not the law. Because looted yeah. wagons have always existed. Write in the law that if you don't have it in the crunch, then you're going to get kicked in the nuts. Um, I would, pr- if I could do anything, all I'd probably do is just bring... Make it so that the Wolfen don't exist. <laughs> and that might bring back Makari. Okay, no, no, that's... Yes, do that, please. That sweet little gobbo. They need or, to you, live. or no, actually, you know what I'd do? Mm. Is I'd make uh, Grot Rebellions be a way bigger thing. <laughs> that, no, that's good. That's I good. Thought, and, I, and also, and then I'd nudge whoever's writing the crunch part to 
make it so that so make it so there's a feasible army you can run like that. Good plan. As opposed to just running a shitload of grots and going, wow, I guess grots fucking shit. I guess mm. everything's dying. Uh, so yes, <laughs> what would you do for your town um, boys? I would because they started off when I started collecting them. They were space communists, kind of. They were like greater good for everyone, and when they like took over new planets, they kind of just they didn't like do it too badly. In the universe of 40k, given, given the context we're working with. Um, and they were quite good, and it's kind of slowly moved to greater, from greater good for all to greater good for the guys in charge. And yeah. it's sort of gone, okay, you're not, you're the one, like, kind of goodies, you're kind of just now kind of baddies. Maybe not as bad as the Imperium and basically everyone else, yeah. but they're still not good anymore, yeah. really, yeah. sort I of. I do like mm. the idea of them being, like, the goodest guys out of the lot. But, but I also yeah. like the I like the idea of them being good, but also being completely fucking irrelevant, so it doesn't matter. Because mm. that's the thing, they were just a, such a small part of yeah. space, it doesn't matter how good they were, because the universe was too bad, so you could have them be good. And it still, yeah. the setting still functions. So... Yeah, so that's why I change. Yeah, just make them good, uh, make them unambiguously good. Yeah, well, not even that, just less... Bad than they kind of are seemingly to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, finally, one quick request for Snipe. As the lead writer of Age of Sigma... She listens. Um, would it be possible for you to write in the dwarves giving the lizardmen guns? Because they run a lizardmen army and would love to have them riding dinosaurs shooting guns. Hmm. Yeah, go on. Done. That's Sold. good idea. Done, sold. Right. Good if idea. you can have a T-Rex wielding a minigun, then um, yeah, to no. be honest, why would you need to play any other game? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why they do it, because people won't play 40k if you could have a T-Rex with a minigun. Mm-hmm. This so. is the power that I wield. Yeah. Mm. You, could, you could destroy everything. I could. Yeah. Will I? Probably eventually. I'm pretty yes. inept. <laughs> okay, last set of questions from Atticus. Hello. First up, they remember Wib mentioning a few months ago that he'd recently finished watching every Star Trek episode ever. Yeah. And has now... This isn't the question, but it's now started again, seemingly. I, I've been watching bits and pieces. <laughs> but um, they'd be curious to hear what some of his favourite episodes across the entire series are. Um, TOS, um, City on the Edge of Forever's... Is that Harlan? Not Harlan Nelson. It was originally written by Harlan Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's widely regarded as one of the best ones, and I agree. Uh, really, really good. Uh, can, holds up really well, even today. Uh, next gen, uh, I'm not sure. Um, uh, so Measure of a Man is one of my favourites. Measure favorites. of a Man is, mm. yeah, I would say... Probably none of these are going to be surprising, because, like, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of them are... This just in, man says things are good, are good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Measure of a Man. Um, for DS9, uh, Far Beyond the Stars, which is the one where he, you know, Cisco uh, believes that he is a... Uh, like sci-fi writer back in like the fifties or sixties, oh, yes. really and basically the whole thing of like oh the the uh, racial allegories to uh, things throughout Star Trek all fall away, and it's like no, this is just a story about straight up racism and just not how being obfuscated by sci-fi not, masks. No allegories here <laughs> whatsoever. Um, and it's just a really cool story. There's um, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer reference in that one. There is indeed, yes, because yeah. Armin Shimmerman's. Um, He's the in principal it, so. in. Um... Buffy. As well uh, as Quark. Creature, in, as um, well as Quark in DS9. Yeah. Um, so on, on his desk, just in case people want, he's written like, um, or like, idea for a comic, like, oh, it was like, 
girl, like teenage girl vampire slayer. It's like it's got <laughs> yeah. something like that in there. And it's I, like that's nice. I can't uh, for Voyager. I can't really think offhand. Um, there's there's a handful of decent episodes Definitely of it. The I guess oh, whatever it's called, the one no fucking not <laughs> threshold. <laughs> Fuck off threshold. <laughs> Um, I thought you said flesh holes. <laughs> well, I mean, it does contain flesh holes, I guess. Every, okay, most movies contain a flesh hole. That's Just a very usually you can't way. see it. Yeah. Um, at least one. Um, and the. I'd say, I'd say for Voyager, it'd probably be the one I always forget its name, but it's the one where the Herogen take over Voyager and it becomes a whole World War II holodeck thing. It's kind of fun. I always like yeah. that one. Uh, and for Enterprise. I can't even remember individual the episodes. The one that has the dog in it the most. Cause the dog no, because the one that's got the dog in it the most is probably not in Sick Bay, and that's one of the worst episodes of it. <laughs> okay, the one that has the dog in it, because <laughs> I like the dog. My favourite captain. Uh, I, I could, I, I'm not really sure with Enterprise. I, I've only watched through it once. So I, in picking out individual episodes, all I remember is season three and four, uh, especially season three, are just so far ahead of yours. What about um, Discovery then? Uh, Discovery, I because it's kind of a continuous story. I kind of forget which episodes are which. Uh, the one where, uh, I mean, Harry, the one with Harry Mudd, where he's like a psycho murderer. The concept of it, where they're just going through the same time loop over and over again, is very Star Trek, at least. Mm. Even if Harry Mudd is not the same Harry Mudd that we encounter later on. Um, and the turnaround where you find out the backstory of Captain Lorca. That's an interesting episode, but they've all got convoluted, like pretentious names. So I always forget what they're <laughs> called. Yeah. Animated series has got to be the Magics of Magus Two, where he, where um, Kirk well, has a the... magic fight with a like pilgrim who's voiced by Captain Blue. Oh god, it's really yeah, weird. Okay, but yeah, um, no, good rundown. Good, yeah. good. Um, second, we've got a husband eight of eight. Cool. Yeah, the legendary Sly Marbo. I'd ah. be afraid to give anything less than an eleven for him. I'm going to give him a five. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> come at me, Marbo. Fucking at me. Okay, let's move on. You might not notice. Slime Marbo, <laughs> please respond. Final question of the podcast. Mm-hmm. The most poignant. Oh. Snipe. Yes. What is your opinion on bees? Bees? Ah, uh, they are fuzzy little darling boys, and I love them dearly. And we'll all die without them. Which we're going <laughs> to, because bleh. <laughs> I think bees are the fuck... Bees are OGs. They are so cool, and they're keeping us all alive, and they don't even mean to do it, because they're super <laughs> fuzzy, like, bros. Yeah. Yes. I know, I really want a beehive. But we currently have no outside space, so we have to have it in our flat, which probably <laughs> wouldn't end well. well. I mean, it would keep the bees warm, and you you just have to let them accept you as, like... Well, you'd have to accept them as the alpha of the flat. And, like, every time they come over, you'd have to lie down in the corner and just be like, I'm not worthy... Kind of thing, and then yeah. they'd be like, "Yes, child," and then they they fly into a hand and stroke you, like good, I... and they'd all kind of buzz a little. They they buzz at a certain frequency, so it would sound like words. Quick like, question, yeah. Quick question. Yeah? Have you? I do not take constructive criticism on my ideas. No. Okay. Well, no, that wasn't it. it <laughs> I was just going to question if you have ever seen. Bees? Bees yes. outside of cartoons made in the 1940s. No, I, I have seen bees. I've seen loads of bees. How many of them have so formed many. a swarm hand? More than you'd think, but less than you'd hope. <laughs> Both of those are zero. <laughs> Imagine my surprise. <laughs> but yeah, it is a real phenomenon. And ask any bee beeist, they'll they'll <laughs> tell you. Okay. Beeist. 
Yeah, they're people who take care of bees. The biologists. The biologists, that's what they call them. Where they have the they have the uh, the bee farms. Good. Where they farm bees and they, they they milk their little udders and get the honey out. Okay, I'm, I'm going Good. to move on now, um, because we're out of questions, aren't we? We are, yes. And okay. the podcast well, has gone was, on for too long. I thought that was a really good question, yes. though. It, it was a good question. Your yeah. answer... Uh, oh, wow. So okay. <laughs> Fucking biologist over here. It was technically an answer. And it was an answer. Was it good, though? Was it? Not sure that's really? the point of these questions. That's a fair <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? You know what? That's a fair point. If someone expected good answers, they wouldn't be sending them If someone out. expected anything good, they wouldn't be asking me questions. Uh, we do have one final thing to just briefly mention before we finish up, and that is that we are going to be watching the Choose Your Own Adventure Black Mirror episode, which... Ooh, what's it called? Bandersnatch. Uh, we're going to be watching that uh, all uh, like individually, so like Matt's going to be separately. watching it himself, and then we'll be watching it um, together. Like me and Snipe will be watching that together, and so we'll talk about our different experiences of it when we come to the podcast next time. So if you don't want to get spoilers for that, watch it in the next two weeks. Yeah. Also, uh, it we will basically tell you, probably give you a timestamp or whatever, and be like, oh, it's this time when we stop talking about it. Yeah, so we'll, it's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and figure something out. We'll but... try and figure something out, but yeah, just try and try and play along with us at home and send us in more husbandos or waifus or like what was it? Fuck Mary Parent, <laughs> like questions. I'm not sure. I'm happy about. <laughs> I'm happy it's about happening. So it's happening. So you're just gonna have to fucking put it. Up the with history it. <laughs> of the Snipe and Wib YouTube channel. I'm not sure if I'm happy about this. Well, it's happening. Oh, <laughs> that's literally good. our our like usual back and forth yeah. but yeah so we hope you had a wonderful festive period and wish you a happy new year yes, yes. from from us at the misanthropod I've been Snipe that's been Wib and that's been Le Drumblebim bye bye everybody goodbye bye <laughs>